0: The catapult, the catapult, the catapult, the catapult, the catapult.
1: Hello, and welcome to Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where we sit around and watch and talk about Digimon, and I guess there's, like, flower girls now, is a thing? Woo! Yeah, she's yeah, cool. We... I like her.
2: Yeah, now we actually have actual magical girls into Digimon. Hell
1: yeah! <laughs> so, uh, I'm Tyler, and we've got Jules.
3: How's it going? And Joel. Uh, Hi, yeah.
1: Yay, we did it. Good work, everyone. Give yourself a pat on the back. So Oh,
3: I'm not
2: happy I'm not happy with how this went. No. (laughs) You got actually you actually had to do an proper introduction. Yeah. You basically forced into it. Yeah, less than a minute into the actual episode, we did it, people. We finally did it.
1: It's so good. Uh I don't think Yeah, it wasn't in the last episode where I was talking about Tri-Four, I'd only seen the first half of it at that point, so I think it's worth talking about the second half of Tri-Four, oh, no. Oh, no. because it is not great.
3: Mm, well, the first yeah. half didn't sound promising, so
2: yeah, I thought, th- I thought we could only go from up cool. from here.
1: The second half involves Jedi licking Sora's face, <laughs> which is just gross.
3: Okay, okay, Digimon, Digimon. You don't need to make Jedi suck. We'll handle that. Just keep giving us Jedi. <laughs> yeah, we'll make him suck.
2: We were doing that for free!
1: And also, the big, like, emotional climax of the movie was supposed to be Phoenix Mon turning up. And she does, and she's cool. But then Serafimon just turns up for no particular reason. <coughs> and
3: yeah, then okay, so Phoenix does Hercules Cabutari Mon so again. Phoenixmon, this is so good for you. You finally made it. Hey, congratulations. Um, okay, that's enough looking at Phoenixmon, guys. Look at me now. Hey, I'm here.
2: Hey, um, I'm an yeah. angel. And Fuck you. If you have to
1: pick between like Phoenixmon and Seraphimon, it's just not really fair. Yeah, Seraphimon like it's really is, not. Like the closest you get to God in Digimon, except well, for well, like actual God. Yeah. Right who canonically exists in Digimon. There is a wiki page right. for him. Of course there is. Yeah. So moving on from that travesty, uh, there actually is some kind of big news. Um, oh, yeah? In the latest issue of V-Jump, it was announced there will be a new Digimon game coming out later this year in Japan. It's a Digimon story, Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory.
3: Okay. Wow, that's that's almost Kingdom Heartsian in yeah, its title. Yeah, well, it's a JRPG, oh, I don't know. That's
2: so. barely reaching Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I mean, they're they're they're.
1: This is like double subtitling here. It's pretty bad.
2: Yeah, but Kingdom Hearts is double subtitling with even less meaning behind. Kingdom it. Kingdom
1: Hearts mixes Roman numerals and numbers.
2: I mean, yeah, they're they're the
3: gold standard for sure. It's but, yeah. like,
1: <laughs> pretty amazing. But yeah, this will apparently be coming on PS4 and Vita. It's got a new main character and...
3: Okay, 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 you're right. This is
1: big news. Yeah, a a Vita game. I know, I don't don't have a PS4, but I have a Vita. So if this game gets translated, I know what platform I'll be buying it on. (laughs) Uh, The thing is, people are a bit confused because apparently... Buying the game will also include the entirety of Cyber Sleuth. So no so one's it's... really sure if this is a full game or like an expansion sort of thing to Cyber Sleuth. Yeah,
3: that kind of yeah, that kind of sounds like a like a uh, yeah, an old good old fashioned expansion. But
1: it also like, might uh... be a full sequel with Cyber Sleuth included because Cyber Sleuth was never released on the PS4 in Japanese. In so, Japan, it was a Vita exclusive.
3: Be, I wonder if it's going to be like uh, Wolfenstein the uh, the uh, Old Blood. There we go. That's what it was called. Yeah. Where like, it's like, we don't know anything it's, like, else built about off this. of Cyber Sleuth, but it's its own thing. But hmm. you know, it kind of it, it it's kind it of it has a, a different main like character, DLC, but it can stand alone. And I don't know.
1: We know it has a different main character, and there's going to be. Roughly seventy new Digimon added on top of the Cyber Sleuth lineup. But we don't know anything else about it because it was literally announced like last night, like six hours ago. So, <laughs> which
3: which okay. is like a month which is like a month ago in listener time.
0: Yeah, yeah. sorry, folks. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. So enjoy this. Enjoy this very very cold news that like fell off the presses
2: yeah this news that was just like oh, it's underneath the presses like oh shit we forgot about this
1: <laughs> yeah we just it also might turn out to be like a sequel but just they didn't want to do new environments and they were lazy like there was a Castlevania like that the same it had like the same area as Castlevania 64 Which also included the original game, I'm pretty sure. So it might just be that. Who knows?
3: Man, what was it with the N64 and let's just make another game using this same game? Because that happened a lot.
1: They realized making stuff in 3D was really hard.
2: (laughs) Pretty hard.
1: (laughs) It's just a guess. Yeah, that's literally all we know about the new Digimon story. We don't even know if it's coming out in English or not. You don't know.
3: How well did Cyber Sleuth do here?
1: Uh, it did decently.
3: Like, I, everyone was talking about it for a hot minute, so that, that seems promising.
1: Hmm. Also worth mentioning, because it sort of affects this show, uh, Digimon will be leaving Netflix in mid-April. <laughs> well, oh, boy. So. We're on a
2: time limit, people! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we have to finish the first three seasons of Digimon in the next, like, month
2: so I... start the 24 clock.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay
3: okay so this okay, is now...
2: basically this is basically going to be like an extra life marathon yeah yeah so i think from now on uh we just do what twitch does and just stream the episodes out to ourselves and then just talk over them
1: <laughs> uh yeah
2: Man, donations okay, so are, so donations, are alive, true. listeners. Please help us out, because we need um, supplies. I'm pretty sure
1: the show is still on Hulu. so
3: I, the, the, Watching the show isn't going to be an issue, uh, trust me. But no. I am going to miss the Netflix subtitles so much. Yep. Yeah, that's the one also, thing I was
1: sad about.
2: <laughs> also, I just imagine if we did do this ridiculous plan of just watching the shows, like, marathoning them... And hosting at the same time, at some point Joel would just be on his own because of time difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that yeah. would—that yeah. sounds like a bad fate. I don't want to subject anyone to, least of all Joel. Like,
3: <laughs> well, I mean, look at it this way. By that point, I'll probably already have gone half insane. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I won't be fine, but I
2: won't be worse. <laughs> we'll have come back and you'll you'll have bought a freaking like Gabumon Kigurumi like <laughs> <laughs> right and i'll be and i'll be still be doing like
3: three distinct hosts for the show yeah
2: exactly you'll you actually be playing all three of us while we're gone, and then when we come back you will just act like nothing's happened and like <laughs> <laughs> all listeners are just gonna be like guys, you should be worried you should be worried
0: <laughs> yeah oh hey,
3: hey also guys. The, um... um yeah that was a, that was a nice that was a nice little break we had um. It's, it's good to have it's good to have you uh, good to have you back. Sorry for the interruption, folks.
2: Um, you will start referencing jokes you made with the <laughs> fake us two, and we'll be like, "What are you talking about?" Like, right,
3: Jules, like you, Jules, like you said a couple hours ago. You know, it's it's exactly. I was like
2: asleep. That. It was three a.m. What are you talking about?
1: So there's also that's, that's, that's
3: weird. I think the audio just cut out for a second. I, I could have sworn you were saying, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't hear anything.
0: <laughs>
1: Now I'm looking at the uh, the poster for Try 5 came out, apparently. I didn't know that, but it's out. I'm good at keeping up with this shit. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I have no idea who this character is on it. It's got Promising. Mei and Kari on it, and mm-hmm. then what looks like Meikumon's mega form, and then. What kind of looks like a if instead of a Valkyrie, she were a sexy demon lady? Of course. She has a scythe? Like, what the fuck is this? I mean, this?
3: yeah, you said sexy demon lady.
1: Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, I, I don't know what this is.
3: So, character, but if she was a sexy demon lady is a pretty rich well, and I encourage everyone to visit it as often as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Also, because every other, like, official thing about Garthomon has shown her mega form to be the dragon, pink dragon thing, whose name I can never remember. Yeah. And in this, it looks like a Farnimon, which is never shown in the, it's weird.
2: You're asking for consistency.
1: Yeah, I know. Which is, you know, what? Especially in this episode, there is one thing that is the most tiny detail that I'm going to harp the fuck on about, because it is mm-hmm. inconsistent. hmm Yeah.
3: I mean, it. it's so rare to find a plot hole in this show that it's very much <laughs> worth pointing it's out. It's such an
2: anti plot and execution.
1: Weirdly though, the rest of this episode is actually rather plot consistent.
2: Yeah, actually, we can't make that joke about this episode.
1: No. But this episode, get into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah so what do we, uh,
2: we got? What are we?
3: It's been for. It's been so long. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> this is episode thirty-five. Flower power. Oh, Which,
3: this is about hippies.
1: Hmm. Damn uh, hippies. The Japanese title is "The Fairy of Odaiba," Lilymon blossoms. Better title. Better title. I like the DVD title, though. It's very straightforward. Really to the point. Right. Let's hear it. Palmon to Lilymon.
2: Uh, that's not even the right <laughs> F- Digivolution sequence, Skipping
1: a TV. step there. But, oh, it's not just that's a like great, from... straightforward that's a go- title. You know exactly that's... what you're getting.
2: Imagine cooking instructions like that. Flour to cake. Yep. Wait, wait
1: what? Yep. Water to soup. <laughs> so, Ty runs the recap on this episode, which, you know, whatever, recaps. You would feel like same. since
2: we now have a narrator in the show, we, they, he would do the recap, but I guess <laughs> it well, didn't continue. No, no, no. get... Where till we get no, to season it...
1: three where Davis does the recap? Oh, God, that's right, <laughs> they did do that. Yeah. But we open on a traffic jam. And a man on a train being upset with the delays being caused by this fog causing the traffic jam. I mean, that would be me, fog.
3: I can tell you right
2: now. <laughs> I frickin' hate having my commute he's interrupted.
1: very upset about these delays.
2: Also, this opening to Digimon is the most fr- fucking French nouveau cinema opening, the way you described it.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's fog everywhere, and he's very upset.
2: I do honestly like... The fog filter they actually applied over the animation yeah, this episode. it's pretty cool.
1: Because the whole thing this episode, my this is like, I'm going to cover the island in fog because I am an evil asshole."
3: Frankly, I, I think like they the... should have done this like 35 episodes ago because it really, really, really would have helped mask the shitty animation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do also like that the fog is like everywhere, including indoors. Yes, that's probably because, again, due to animation, like quality and budget but also it works out in their favor it's
1: also magic fog like
2: exactly yeah I I really like
1: like the
3: idea that he's just like applied the same shitty filter to everything in the world
1: it's not actually fog it's just a filter
2: and now I bestow the greatest evil upon the world Instagram
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just figured
2: figured he
3: dropped the uh, draw distance down to like zero
1: (laughs) yeah it was the 90s like
2: that's true just suddenly, like everyone's in- uh, encountering invisible walls out of
1: nowhere. Mm. I do want to point I out can't the go to any of these Yeah, the Netflix subtitles for my this morning while he's doing his evil fog shit mm-hmm. is laughing evilly. Which well, is works good. Out. Yeah. So yeah.
3: It, it captions laughing evilly, but then it also lists like twenty ha's. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of tried to have it both ways here.
1: Mm. So we got to Palmon, who is digging her feet into the dirt. Because mm-hmm. she's a plant. I guess she needs to do that.
2: They've not really shown her doing this before.
1: They have Again, men- she has mentioned before she that she can taste the ground.
2: That's true.
1: But this is like her So here's, the, here's
3: a question. If she, if she eats like a plant does through like roots or whatever, why does she need a mouth with teeth?
1: Yeah, she like, we've seen her eating food. If she can further synthesize, why the fuck does she eat?
2: Well, I mean, like Venus flytraps can kind of do both.
1: Is Palmo a Venus flytrap?
2: Maybe. Like she, she's well, got like fucking the t- Venus fly fly has, flytrap, but yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> has implications for her mega form.
2: Little bit, little mm. bit. Hmm. I mean. Mm. Anyway, Palmon
1: is complaining (laughs) that the ground tastes gross. Because, I guess, pollution is Tokyo. And Mimi's like, oh, here, have my bottled water. It says it's from, like, a fresh spring. Fucking,
2: like, Swiss Alps or something. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Mimi is a guerrilla
3: marketer for this bottled water company.
1: (laughs) Yep. Um, There is a very upset man walking past. The same upset man who was on the train. Uh, who Mimi panics because there's a person walking past and covers Palmon with a coat that Mimi has literally never worn in her life.
2: No, of course not.
1: Because she only has one set of clothes. Yeah. Why does she have this coat?
2: I mean, I've got a fairly standard wardrobe and I still bust out like a jacket or or something. You post
1: pictures of you wearing shit on Twitter all the time and I swear you never repeat an outfit.
2: I've repeated outfits before. I try my best not to, but I... I but Mimi
1: literally so. wears the same dress, always.
2: No, no, you don't know. She, she,
3: she probably has a closet full of copies of that dress, like Doug's wardrobe.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Of course she does.
2: Why does Doug keep infiltrating every single one of our podcasts? I hate this. Because Doug is
1: kind of like the progenitor of all shows. All TV comes mm, from Doug.
2: Really,
3: really, you could just really you could just sum it as Doug is.
1: Yeah,
2: true. But also, I want to go back to Tyler's comment. I take like oh, some serious umbrage with the fact that you just imply that Doug is the progenitor to all TV. <laughs> Not just TV, all media. Like Doug
3: is God. the
1: genesis of Indiana all communication. Let's be honest. like...
2: It's not the fact Human that you're just wrong. Human culture
1: begins and ends with Doug.
2: <laughs> it's not the fact that you're just wrong. It's more the implication I don't like the, of the concept, he might be The concept right. of something being
3: funny. The origin uh. of that word <laughs> comes from Doug.
1: Oh, It was, this, it was this, created like... because we needed a word to describe everything Doug was not.
2: Yeah, so is this like how we get the word in the English language for doctor from the doctor
1: from Doctor Who? Sort of, yeah, because... Kind of, yeah. We we created the word Only funny because Doug was right. so not funny. We needed a word to describe that. I guess.
3: God, I hate you this. can't you can't you can't escape you can't escape Doug. He was already here.
2: I hate that. I just simply like, <laughs> brought up that Doug is in every podcast, and then we just went on a fucking like two minute tangent about
1: Doug. I... Anyway, the very upset man. <laughs> Turns out that is Mimi's dad.
2: Can we also Which... describe what he's wearing? Because he looks like a serial killer.
1: I don't remember what he was wearing.
2: So, he's wearing like a salaryman the,
1: outfit, isn't he? No, it's not no? just a
2: salaryman outfit. So, he has a full fucking regalia where it's basically he's got like black sleeves, but then the actual torso part is all white and it buns huh. up. It's like a priest collar that buns all the way up to the top. Right, and like
3: he's, a, he's a middle manager level employee at some evil corporation that James Bond is going to shut down he's later this week.
2: Also, wearing completely black. Like opaque t shade sunglasses, the kind John Lennon wears as well.
1: Yeah, he was wearing those. Yes, I forgot about that.
2: And like, if without the without the glasses, he looks like you know ordinary dad. But then with the glass on, he looks like he's going to tell you know you know no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. Like,
1: (laughs) well, just wait till we get to season three, where that is like literally a character.
2: Those are
3: jewels. Jules, Mm -hmm. those sunglasses he's wearing are such a core part of his outfit that in the little clay, like, family name thing that they have hanging up,
2: he is wearing them. Yep, that's true.
1: When he sees Mimi outside hiding Palmon, he's like, what are you doing out here? And she says, oh, I was just waiting for you. (laughs) And goes to great lengths to avoid talking about the plant lady she's got hidden under her coat.
3: Yeah, the the, the 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 thing that is actively and visibly struggling against her.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. So they get to the house and they've got this nameplate thing, which is it's like a clay.
2: This is hanging. Com- that this got. is like not a common thing, but like it is a thing that's done in Japan. Yeah,
1: like we've seen it's it before. The Japanese <laughs>
2: equivalent of having the uh, fake
3: road sign that has family name drive written on it.
1: Yeah, because. Yeah. Um, it's very cutesy. We see, we remember Ty had one because mm. they had to edit it in the dub because their name's different.
2: Well, it wasn't as cutesy as this.
1: <laughs> no. I, I do was just a nameplate. one...
3: There's one thing I appreciate about this is that's they... In the design, they really sell how much Mimi is like her mother, or
2: vice versa. Yes. We haven't
1: even talked about... The design is the three of them, Mimi and her parents, striking like a pose molded in what? clay.
2: Not really striking, they're not striking, they're just smiling.
1: Well, yeah. It's like having a picture taken, but yeah, it's more exa- yeah. in clay.
2: Yeah, it's like they're po- yeah, posing for a family picture, and then just like, well, and the dad is again there, with his sunglasses on, just not smiling, like his yeah. No, it is, is
3: that, that, is co- that is a That is an okay dot, I think okay Mimi's period dad, reaction.
1: I don't think he was very upset about his train being late, I think he just looks like that.
2: Yeah, he's just got resting sad face. Yeah. Which I totally, like, identify with. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, Mimi hides Palmon in her room and is like, sorry for covering you, but I have a reputation to maintain. <laughs> and Palmon's like, did you just say I wasn't pretty enough to hang out with you? What the <laughs> fuck, Mimi? <laughs> That's so messed up. God. Yeah,
0: I
3: have a reputation for good taste to maintain is a fucking shitty thing to say to someone. Like, she,
2: she could have just said, I need to hide you to make sure you, my parents don't know about Digimon existing.
1: Meanwhile, Matt is just like, Garbermon's just sitting at the fucking dinner table, which of will no, we'll Wait,
2: wait, wait, you, you, missed a, you missed an important part. That's yeah, cool. you have we'll a get, very we'll important to scene that. here.
1: Yeah, we have like two scenes before then. So, Mimi's mum... Is cooking dinner for them. Uh-huh. A special meal of shrimp fried rice with whipped cream and strawberries.
2: I kind of want to make this.
3: Which my first my first reaction when I saw this was, okay, surely it's just the the dubbers have no idea what Japanese cuisine yeah, is like. like and they surely it's like the jelly exploit.
1: donuts in Pokemon. Right.
3: Right. Then we get a then we get a picture of it and nope, they, they nope, pretty that's much. That's just what it is. Yep.
1: And Mimi's dad, like, eats it, and he's like, oh, this is really good, I love it. Which I totally expected to be, like, a lie, and he would spit it out and gag when she turned around, but no, he actually genuinely just likes it. I love it. Which is so weird, because I'm so used to it being a gag.
2: Because his thing, when you have a character like Mimi, who is the stereotypical spoiled rich brat and everything, you kind of expect the family to be Really just, like, terrible. But I like that Mimi's family is a genuinely loving family. Like, actually, aside from... The
1: family is awesome.
2: Like, aside from Ty's and Izzy's and maybe Joe's family, it's the only actual complete family.
3: Well, and the thing that I like, too, is, like, the obvious way to go, like, the way I feel like it goes in every other show is the dad is just this put-upon, you know, long-suffering figure, having yeah. to, like, again. having both his wife Is and he? his daughter being so optimistic. does he just
1: look like cheerful.
2: that? Well, but
3: again, like yeah, like but said... no, but he's, he clearly, he clearly doesn't, like, have any issue with it at all. Like, no. yeah, like,
2: he's, we see him when he takes a bite out of that, like, shrimp fried rice with whipped cream and strawberries, he's got the biggest smile on his face, like. Yeah. He's loving it. Also, man, I kind of do really want to try this dish, actually, because <laughs> I do like me some shrimp fried rice, and I do like me whipped cream and strawberries, so, hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we got the good, joke.
3: Those are good things, but I don't think they're a chocolate and peanut butter sort well, of Well, no, like, here's the situation. thing.
2: There are certain things where I feel like, oh, if you mix them together, they're awesome, or if you mix them together, they're terrible. This is the thing where I feel like those are two such wildly different tastes and textures that they wouldn't even mesh, so you would just get. The taste of the two? It's like, oh, well, okay, huh, weird, but that's cool.
1: So we got to Joe, who's sitting in a stairwell, I guess at school?
2: Oh, there's a lot of these shots this episode.
1: Yeah, they're actually, I kind of like the style of shots.
2: This is is very much the case of anime, all anime, has a shitty budget. This is them using it effectively.
1: It's a cheap way to make a shot that doesn't look terrible.
2: And have some style that to it that isn't just actually
1: looks pretty cool. Yeah. Because like, it's like, they're sitting in a stairwell, yeah. and you can see their silhouette. And that's well, it. I,
2: like, it's a stairwell, and, like, the only bit of light is around Joe and his bag and everything. Everything else is just, like, mm. almost pitch black.
1: And so, like, you, you can't, can't really his... even see the wall behind him. Yeah. It's just kind and of like thing a is, dull glow.
3: And the thing is, the shot doesn't just look nice; it's so thematically appropriate to what's happening. Because yeah, yeah, Joe cause... is
1: very up- there's a lot of okay, very okay, upset okay. people. Joe, in this you episode. say
3: Netflix is very clear. This is boy number two.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, the Netflix <laughs> subtitles in this episode try to put the name of people saying the lines when they're not on screen, and they get it wrong every single time. Mm hmm. Because Joe is upset because he got a C in one of his classes. Now and doesn't yeah. want to tell his dad.
2: Keep in mind, um, from the looks of it, because now we're at nighttime, uh, yeah. Joe's very much in cram school. For those who don't know, yes. cram school is a huge deal in Japan where basically, because of the way high school is run, it's super competitive to actually get into colleges and universities in uh, Japan, especially Tokyo. So a lot of kids go to after-school programs where it's basically, you are constantly... like taking it's tests like and exams it's like after school
1: so, tutoring on crack
2: well yeah because not even tutoring it's you going to after school school and what the school yeah. like the it's actual basically instead tells, of going
1: from to school for like six hours a day you go to school 10 hours a day
2: and those last like four hours are taking practical and theory tests that yeah. are like near university level so you can just test yourself except yeah.
1: that Joe is not in a high school, cram school, because Joe is 11 years old. So
2: what he's doing is basically in uh, middle school, I think he's actually in... Because he's, he's the oldest out of the bunch, isn't he's he? 11. He's 11. So that means he's in middle school. So that means he's taking cram school for high school, to get into a yep. good high school, which is
1: absurd. And obviously, Gomamon does not understand how like ridiculous that concept is. Because he thinks that because Joe got a C, Joe now cannot get into med school.
3: Yeah, well, it's like no. I mean, which that's, is... that is that is the that is the thinking you get trapped into though in like situations yeah. like this. And but that's the sort of the like, thinking that like Joe kind of, because has because you see each yeah you see each failure as like toppling this entire like stack of dominoes that's been set yeah. up for you for the next ten years.
1: Hmm. But then. That's sort of just that scene. Nothing else well, really comes. No, of it. It's just sort of establishing what Joe is doing. I guess we do see point.
2: a couple, We do see a couple times this episode that what is really nice about Gomon and Joe's relationship is that Joe will get trapped in that sort of thinking. You mentioned Joel of just like you yeah. know, well, I'm doomed forever. But then Joe Goemon is a will huge
1: like... pessimist, and Gomon's a massive optimist.
2: Well, it's not even that. Like Gomon is necessarily being an optimist. It's more the fact that Gomon states out loud what is Joe's worst fear, that he, will, he <laughs> yeah. can't get to mid-school because he got a C in middle school, and Joe recognized that because now been said out loud by someone else and goes, that's fucking ridiculous. That makes no sense. And yeah,
3: Goemon's Gov- very good Joe at even externalizing mentions Joe's
2: ne- neurosis. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Joe
1: even no, mentions wow. that to him Definitely. later on in this episode, where he yeah. tells Goemon to stop saying it could be worse.
2: Yeah, and then Goemon just goes, well, I guess we just... Uh, you give up and everything Joe goes I wouldn't go that far it could be worse like he it's really nice like the snippets they of have their, a like dynamic. dynamic
1: yeah I think part of the reason why I like this episode so much is there's a lot of cutting to one character doing something for one scene yeah, there's and a lot then little back little slice to the main plot right. yeah we yeah. get like these little vignettes of what's going on with this member of the team even right. though they're not necessarily involved in what's happening in this episode so far like, that happens a lot. Because now, we cut to Matt, who is uh-huh. trying to get his TV working, but there's no reception, and Gabumon is sitting at the dinner table. God, just this seat, like, Holy cause, shit!
2: Because <laughs> Gabumon, like... The thing is, it's so He's weird to so get... so
1: fucking huge!
2: It's so weird to get a sense of scale of the Digimon in the show, because before they've been in the digital world, so it's all, like, fantastical places. Now they're in the weir- real world, but we still, like, don't really know how big they are. And then we see Gabamon at the fucking table, and he looks like a giant stuffed teddy bear you win in the fucking fair. So
3: the, the problem is his proportions are all wrong for a dinner table chair. Yes. Because, yeah. like, like, his torso is fine, so, like from the butt up he looks like he's sitting fine but then you see below the table and his little stubby legs are just kind of hanging off the edge it's so he kinda good he kind of has to like
1: lie so his legs don't dangle down they're like at an angle because he he can't bend properly
0: just... also
3: he's also he's lucky that the uh um, chairs in this apartment have open backs because otherwise his tail would have nowhere to go that's <laughs> yeah. true as well
2: it's he's, God. He's, he's it's, a, it's honestly adorable, just seeing this fucking giant, right? Whatever so, the hell government is so, sitting at the table. And juxtaposed
3: against that is Matt's idea of how to get the TV to work. Which normally you like smack on it or like play around with the rabbit ears. You right? fiddle with right. the rabbit ears. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But what, his what idea typically doesn't affect crazy. TV signal is the position of your remote.
1: Like, because Matt I, contorts himself into like. He, it's like he's copying Izzy's fucking alphabet yoga, trying <laughs> to get this TV working.
2: So, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, oh, if the TV isn't turning on, I would honestly do this. But if the well, TV, yeah, just... no,
3: I was gonna say, I actually did used to have to do this all the time because our old TV, like the TV we had when I was originally watching this mm. show, was <laughs> it was older than I was and had all sorts of weird problems. But one of the things was the remote, whatever frequency it worked on conflicted with the fluorescent lights in our basement. If the lights (laughs) were on, the remote only worked about, like, one-eighth of the time. (laughs) So so I would be... So if I needed to change the channel or just turn on the fucking TV, I would hit the button and then move a little bit, hit it again, angle it a little, hit it again, and just keep doing that until it finally worked.
1: It's like doing that thing where, um... If you want to get, like, your... Garage door opener to work from further away. Or you put it against right. the side of your head.
2: Yeah, that
1: shit's cool. Anyway, that's it for Matt and Garvimon for now. We'll come back to them mm. later because now we go to Matt's dad, who works at the TV station. They never really state it. I guess he's a journalist.
3: So it this seems like this it. show. Like the instant we switch to Matt's dad, this turns into a completely different kind of show
1: yeah yeah
2: into the show we all remember yeah right
1: is matt's dad's working at the tv station uh and he's told by his friend charlie that the whole network's down and then cut to myotis mon just standing on top of the tv station remember it's that weird ass building with the ball and like the weird grid thing yeah uh Whose cape is billowing incredibly dramatically in the wind, and he's got crazy face, and he's like, ha ha, and calling fog and shit. Like, Minus One is fucking nuts. Yes, he's a bishonin' vampire, we've been over this, like! But like, have you ever really just gone, what is Minus One after? What's he doing here? Yeah, we saw
2: him laughing menacingly because he disrupted, like, local electronics (laughs) as a fucking fog cloud. Like, yeah, we've known this, Tyler. Like...
1: I know, he's just so insane.
2: He's so petty, is what he is as well. It's
1: great. Oh. And then that's, again, back to Joe. Because... Yep. Damn. So, Joe's at a train station. He's just, like, getting ready to go on a train when it turns out, no, all the trains are cancelled.
3: So, a really Ooh. nice touch. Joe's ticket has a seal on it.
1: Yes.
2: There is which... a weird thing I've noticed. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is with... In this show? No, 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 no. no. Or just in Actually, life. In, real, in the real world. Uh, in the real world arc um, of my life. <laughs> I've travelled to a lot of places and I've used a lot of different travel cards for all kinds of services. So, in Hong Kong, the card is called the Octopus Card. In Great Britain, it's called the Oyster Card. I've noticed there's a weird nautical theme to travel cards. They're
1: called Go Cards here. Well,
2: they're also called Opal Cards here, which also makes me wonder, why is everything beginning with O? Admittedly, they do call the Mikey in frickin' Victoria, down south of here, my what? rival state, but... Like <laughs> It's I don't know I just thought I was like Wait What the fuck Like <laughs> Hang on a second I think it was
1: mostly just What What Do you know if they have a name In Japan Or if they even had them In Japan In 1999 M- Knowing Japan Maybe Japan it actually probably. had them yeah. It's Probably just a play on They've got some nautical theme And it was like Oh yeah Joe has a seal So Because it's right, Joe. Well, That's,
2: that's what assume? I That's
3: what I assumed it was Yeah
2: Yeah it's
1: pretty
2: cool. Also, uh, so Gomon unzips, because he's inside the, d- the duffel bag as normal. He unzips it from the inside. How's that possible?
1: Yeah. Um, it's got two zips. I yeah, think it, it could like, have like it a sleeping bag. Sides.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: That would be weird. That would be a weird thing to build into a duffel bag, because, like, mm. unless it's a reversible duffel bag, there's no point to it.
1: I think mean, it could be. That sounds like something Joe would buy.
3: Right. Yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs> but the way Gomamon he doesn't poke his head out of the bag. He just kind of looks out of the hole.
2: And it's and kind of terrifying.
1: All you yeah, shut see up, are Get his back eyes. In there. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the bag. All you see are his eyes. Not like not even a hint of his body. Just his eyes in inky blackness. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's also so creepy.
2: I also did find out, uh, the actual rechargeable, uh, card they use in Japan is called the Suica. It stands for Super Urban Intelligent Card. Holy
1: shit, that's awesome!
2: That's pretty good, that's pretty good. <laughs>
1: Fuck yeah. And then we go back to the TV station. Yeah. Because, boy, this episode is just, it doesn't let up. <laughs> no, we've it gone really to like, doesn't. We've gone to, like, yeah, this six different locations and we're, like, five minutes it. in.
3: This episode's also sponsored by a major electronics corporation, Sonny. <laughs> yep, good
0: old
2: Sonny. <laughs> My
1: favorite. With the pus Because back at the TV station, Matt's dad's decided to investigate why everything is fucked. Yeah, like a crossover. good journalist. I, <laughs> I guess it's his job. This is job. a
3: crossover with another anime, right? Like, this is, a, this is a different show that just kind of intruded for a little bit.
2: Oh, man, I would love to see an anime that's entirely from the perspective of the adults trying to solve what's going on with the kids' mystery.
1: Yes. The adult perspective of a crazy high school anime well, like, drama.
2: Like, there's there's totally a series
3: where it's just Matt's dad and his weird crew, like, investigating things and writing stories on them.
1: Yeah. Again, they uh, they never explicitly said it, but I'm pretty sure he's a journalist. And this well, because like, they, yeah, they, they ask him, "What are you going to team?" Yeah,
2: because they ask him, "What are you going to do?" And he's like, "I'm going to investigate it because that's my job."
1: Hmm. So he's got his his team, which includes this one guy who, and this is an important plot point, is wearing headphones and listening to a cassette tape.
2: Or, like a freaking boombox!
1: It's a cassette. No, but it's.
3: Right, but, but yeah, like, it's a boombox. Like it's a, it's not oh, a Walkman yeah. or something. Like it's a, no, full, yeah.
1: it's a full, it's a full size one.
2: It's like a, it's a portable but still big stereo. He's listening to it. Yeah,
1: and he's listening to it with headphones on this massive stereo. But yeah. damn, a cassette showing your age there, Digimon.
2: He's listening to those <laughs> hot cassettes.
1: Mm, and the cassette, they say it's got yeah, self help um, cassingle. Self help stuff.
2: Yeah, which just sounds like ASMR at this point. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, we cut to Kari, who is asking Ty if, like, do you think Gatomon's okay? Because remember, last episode kind of ended with Myotismon just stealing her?
2: Yeah. Yeah, kind of messed up ending, actually.
1: Yeah. Like, and no like, if really he was a competent
2: that. villain, I would say no, he
3: probably has killed her. Because <laughs> that's what you do.
1: What he does, though, is actually kind of fucked. Oh, sure yeah. Around. Tai and Agumon just say, "Yep, yeah, go to bed. We'll get my oldest so, one in so the morning.
3: Ty, so Tai's head pokes up and, you know, he just, he just tries to <laughs> reassure Kari or whatever. Then Agumon's head pops up from the same bed.
1: Like, like, they couldn't just give him some pillows and, like, a blanket? Yeah, just give him, like, a sleeping a bag or a futon. It.
2: Yeah, yeah it I'm sure they
1: have a crowded bunk bed. Yeah, because,
2: yeah. again, Agumon's big...
1: He's very big. At least if Gardomon was there, she's a cat. Like, right? Yeah, fine.
2: yeah. But Agumon, he big. Like,
1: mm-hmm. Oh, and apparently the Digivice is a clock. Is yeah, that it, got... a new feature? I think, I
2: think we've seen it. I think we've seen it in that I, mode before.
1: I have lost track of what the Digivice can do.
2: I'm wondering, can you get a Digivice smartwatch? Because I might actually invest in that.
1: I'm sure you could get a smartwatch and then make a, digi- a Digivice so like, the, shell for it. So the thing is, it.
2: you'd have to make your
3: own shell, because I'm pretty sure there are only 16 pixels on the actual Digivice. Yeah. True. Yes.
1: They have very bad screens.
2: It so, was 1999! Like, <laughs> can't blame yeah, it for that. It's yeah,
1: pretty, it's pretty bad. <laughs> we get a really quick shot of Mimi... Who like pokes her head out of her room and tells her parents, yeah. "I'm dyeing so- all my clothes pink."
3: Yeah, and they're just which- like, "Okay." But I like this. Her mom is. They're they're both sitting on the couch. Her mom's like, just putting flowers in a basket, and her dad is reading. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just this really nice, like, normal family.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: like which nothing- is all going to get absolutely fucked in like five oh. minutes time. Yeah, because. <laughs> Man, this episode... These people get fucking... Like, this would be terrifying. This would yeah, be traumatic. I, what happens yeah, to these people.
2: In a context outside of a fucking cartoon slash anime, yeah. Totally.
1: Yeah. So yeah, she says, I'm dyeing all my clothes pink. And then we immediately cut to Matt.
3: Robot Chicken like, dwells on a scene longer <laughs> than this episode of the show does. Yeah. God.
1: It, it's... I guess... The scene was like her making an excuse as to why she's leaving, or like,
2: Or well, like why she she's gonna, she gonna be preoccupied for the next like yeah. few hours. Like, hey, gotta do this.
3: Bye. I'm I'm sure it's something she's done enough times that her parents just don't even mess with it anymore. Well, she just so, say
1: dyeing guarantee... her clothes pink again.
3: Right. So I'm so. guessing I'm guessing she knows that'll buy her a few hours of like uninterrupted. I mean,
2: Uh, I certainly have told parents, like, oh, yeah, I'm totally doing homework, and I've just been reading fan fiction.
1: See, I would just say I would be reading. Yeah. But, like, homework gives them...
2: But homework is then an excuse for them to not bother me, because that's important.
1: (laughs) I think my family knows not to bother me when I'm reading because I tend to throw things at them if they do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> if there's oh, anything
1: so... nearby that can be thrown if someone interrupts you while yeah, but then I'm you reading throw it the book to and hit like, them in oh. the head
2: can you throw, the book so can you like, throw that oh, back dammit. before you leave <laughs> like, hey uh pass it back
1: <laughs> it makes when I got a, a kindle very awkward
2: ooh no this kid. there that gets <laughs> that goes from awkward to like expensive mistake
1: quite mm, quickly yeah so we go to Matt who's still, still in their apartment yep he says, oh, I guess Dad's probably going to be working late, because you know, he works at the TV station, mm-hmm. and, and if like the, TV station's,
2: the TV. Yeah, TV station's fucked. Yeah, and TV station's fucked, and if TV isn't working, then that he's going
3: to be that working That means
2: late. one of two things. Either
3: you're working late, or you're going home early.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, there we go to Matt's dad and his team, who are in the back of their news van, which I love that they have a news van.
3: Well, I'm, tell- it's like, it's not- I'm telling you, everything about this feels like there is a show about these people somewhere. I know! Yeah,
1: it's so weird because they
2: treat this like this is the most... Like, yeah, you already know this cast, right, guys? Like, no, we like, don't! This, like, like one of these this, guys is a protagonist from a Dragon
3: Quest game.
1: <laughs> if this was made today, these guys would be making a web series. This is like, almost... That would be what they're doing.
2: This is almost like what I like, what they did with the latest Ultraman series, uh, Ultraman Orb, where instead of... The, like, side human characters, um, being, like, a, like, sophisticated science team that's, like, a global organization, it's literally just three losers who track, like, web rumors on the internet, and, like, like, are basically, like, uh, inspecting, like, cryptozoology in Japan and stuff. Yeah. And, like, arguing about trolls online and, like, DDoS attacks, and then also, like, arguing about rent and bills for their tiny fucking shitty apartment.
1: While they're covering the giant monsters.
2: Yeah, which is great because yeah. they actually get real coverage and then, like, <coughs> they get caught in a fucking monster attack. Like, they actually get swept up in the monster's claws in their car. Like, the main girl, she's like, she's trying to film me with her phone. She goes, I'm getting, well, all, I'm getting all this. What happens here? Yeah, and then they then put it on the website. They're so happy about getting video footage. And the, <laughs> because she was using her phone, the camera was flipped. So it's just filming her this reacting to it. <laughs> Okay, so this
3: That's sounds like if good. Peter Parker and Spider-Man were
2: actually separate people. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, really that
1: does sound pretty great. I should it's... I've been meaning to watch because they put it up on Crunchyroll.
2: Yeah, check out Ultraman,
3: folks. It's really I've been good. To watch it. We're not sponsored by Crunchyroll,
2: but um, whatever. <laughs> but also, I like that this isn't just like this isn't a news van in Digimon. that the crew is working with. It's literally just a van. It's just a for van. News.
3: Like, yeah, using like, it's their mystery thing. machine. Yeah. Because yeah.
2: it's, it's not like so a white weird. panel van. Yeah, it's just a freaking, like, family sedan van, and then just, like, whoops, <laughs> we turned it into a news machine.
1: So, yeah, they're sitting in the back of the van, and they kind of reason that it must be the fog that's messing everything up, because it only seems to be happening... In Odaiba, and that's mm-hmm. the only place the fog is.
2: Yeah, they actually do some investigation into this bullshit for once. Like,
1: oh, it's, it's crazy. I we get an explanation like, for something.
2: It feels like they're all still wearing their press badges.
1: Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> very important. Then there's a loud banging and roaring. Mm-hmm. And Matt's dad's like, quick, turn off the lights. And then they all just sit there and watch as a dinosaur casually strolls past.
3: Yep, just... Their vision is based on movement. (laughs) It's dark
1: dark Tyrannomon, so he's just Tyrannomon, except he's black instead of red.
2: Just imagining, like, Ty's dad coming out wearing a signal flare, like, Over here! Over here!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah... So straight away, Matt's dad is like, "Oh, the monsters must be connected to the fog in some way, because he knows that he's in an anime and that's how this shit works." Yeah. And okay. then suddenly, Gizmon appear from everywhere around the van.
2: Well, like the crew makes the like one mistake every like protagonist oh, yeah, they, makes like, in Get Out. They the get out of the fucking van during a monster movie. You don't get out of the fucking van. Like
1: That's the Dr. Animal had already like walked past and he was walking off into the distance and they wanted to make sure that you No, know, they weren't going crazy. There really was a dinosaur.
2: I do I do also like that uh the nervous dude with the self help cassette is still carrying around this freaking boombox and his has headphones oh, on. Well, it's
1: important to the plot.
2: <laughs> like okay? I'm honestly curious what their roles are because that Matt Zad is obviously like the investigating journalist. Like the dude with the red cap is obviously like the camera guy.
1: I think the the woman is like the the like the anchor. Like she's not an anchor. She's like a reporter, but she does the on camera reporting.
2: So I'm guessing like yeah, she's pro- like Matt Zad is probably the behind the scenes reporting while she's like in or front like of the camera.
1: He does self
2: help written the reports
1: guy, and stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess self help guy is tech guy then. because yeah, like, he was at a computer when they left. So like, yeah. So therefore, he must be tech guy.
1: Well, obviously. But yeah, suddenly Gizamon appear and so they the, make them scream the, because I give they're the not subtitles
3: frogs. a lot of like leeway because for the most part they're just trying to take <laughs> things they hear and translate it. But at this point, the name of the creature is literally on the screen right now, and they still yep. write E Z A Mon Izamon. Jesus. Yeah. Like...
1: No, EZA.
2: They
3: weren't even watching when they rolled these.
2: Nope. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Anyway... So they all,
1: they all yeah. try to get back in the car... While the Gizamon jump on them. And this ordinarily, is... this would be frightening. Yeah. But... The Gizamon make boing noises when they move.
2: So, like, let's paint the scene here. Like, this is... The, the shot is now... It's a, like... They cut to a far shot of like the van silhouetted in the fog. Like, like dimly these people are lit scrambling, in fog. yeah, these people are scrambling to get inside of this van while these monsters pounce on them, and just you hear boing 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 boing
1: boing 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 boing.
2: So Please
3: look forward to my um my uh, fan edit of uh, Alfred Hitchcock's classic thriller, The Birds. Oh god! The sound effects <laughs> have been replaced by slide whistles.
1: Yeah. Is it like that amazing mod for Half Life Two, where all sounds are replaced by that one guy's voice? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I love that mod. It's, it's such so a good funny. mod. Anyway, we cut uh, yeah, to. Yeah, there's, uh... there's
3: nothing better than modding, modding ridiculous characters for what should be serious uh, yeah. ones in games, like the uh, Randy Savage mod for Dragons and Skyrim.
1: Yes, the. The Thomas the Tank Engine as well. It's a good All, one.
2: Yeah, also, also a good choice. There's also yeah. a mod in WoW where someone made it so whenever you went into stealth mode as a rogue and like crept up on people, it automatically played that little like um, dawdling musical tune from uh, Manos the Hands of Fate.
1: Yes! <laughs>
2: yes, Tor- the haunting Torgo theme. Well, we yes, were so-
1: talking about it It's so good. We were talking about it off mic after our last recording was it I don't know if it yeah. was our recording session or the one we didn't record in right. I can't remember where I was playing WoW and I had recently installed a new UI where mm-hmm. every time I got into a fight this fucking like chanting would play <laughs> and I had no idea what was causing it and it was really fucking annoying me <laughs> yeah that that's a thing that my
3: right, so in summary work now. is important
1: yeah Anyway, we cut to TK, who does not live in Odaiba. He lives with his mother, I guess, right, elsewhere in the city. Yeah, mm-hmm. TK. He's,
3: He's a, a character, character who exists. Hmm. He's forgot. watching he the news. For a
1: He's watching the news about uh, the fog and immediately says, I'm coming, Matt, and gets up to just leave. And his <laughs> like, mum's just saying, what are you doing?
2: TK's a believable dumb kid.
1: Tk's mom He's just like, i like... Gets up to leave.
3: Tk's mom looks like she was one of the characters in like a like magical girl anime like ten years ago.
2: Yeah. Oh, like Life After Magical Anime. Yep. Yeah. She got Where trendy. are they now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but like. I guess it's kind of believable that the first thing TK would do is just leave, considering that's what he's been doing for, like, the last three months in the digital world. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of been his life. Which, you know... But his mum's just like, no, you're not going, what the hell? But TK just does his, oh, but mom," And she's like, fine, you can go, but only if I go with you. Which... Okay, you can both go into the weird, creepy fog, I guess.
3: Yeah, that's that's some irresponsible parenting.
1: <laughs> mm. So then we cut to, oh my god, Matt's bedroom, where his dad is waking him up. Well, first, of all,
3: <laughs> yeah, we need to before Matt's dad shows up. Before it's they get a up. scene of Matt and Gabumon cuddled up together in the bed. It's yes. actually
1: really cute. It's very cute.
2: It's like, because is, like... He's sleeping that way where, like, the blankets are up just a little bit over his nose.
1: Mm-hmm. And, ah, yeah.
2: it's adorable. But
1: yeah, Matt's dad kind of, like, kicks Matt awake.
2: Well, he just, like, he steps on him. Like, he's trying to, like, wake him up, like, like uh, you know, shoving his shoulder with his foot. And then we cut to... Right, because his hands happen to be full...
1: Because Aww. he is just chowing the fuck down on some food.
2: Yep, in he a bowl. Of all chopsticks. about
1: this bowl. Yep,
2: yeah, he's like, man, we got a crisis girl He's mm-hmm. doing
1: mm-hmm. the the fucking shovel food into your mouth with chopsticks that all anime fucking does. And but I mean, love it.
2: that's actually the that's actually
1: the way you eat with chopsticks. Yeah, like, it is, <laughs> but like, not while you are talking to your son. It isn't. I mean, <laughs> like,
2: you haven't seen so, our father, You haven't seen my family gatherings, Tyler. Like. How do you think we're talking most of the time?
1: <laughs> do you often, do you and your unicorn wolf monster often get woken up by someone shoveling food in their mouth?
2: My boyfriend's more of a cat boy. Um... <laughs>
1: yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I'm more the-, the unicorn
2: wolf monster. He's the cat boy.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fair.
1: <laughs> and also point yeah, out this that
2: the-
1: Matt's this dad old- does not react in any way to Gabumon. Oh, no, yeah. He's just like, um, what's going on? The,
3: the tone of this entire thing is Matt's dad is about to rant about the UFOs again.
2: Or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's how this is. It's it's great.
2: Son, I found them! Who, Dad? The Illuminati!
1: But dad, remember, remember when that... you said
3: that last week? It was the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he tells him that... They need to get dressed and go, and then we cut to Joe again, who's yeah. waiting outside the train station, except it's, like, not dark anymore? Yeah, so what this re- this reminds me of
3: is in really, really low-budget television, where they simply can't afford the equipment to film at night, they'll just film a scene during the day and say it's night.
1: Yeah, because it is not nighttime in this scene. The thing,
3: yeah, the thing is, with... Animation, you don't have to do that because you control the lighting. Yeah, you are—you yeah. are but
2: God in these situations. Like, <laughs> it's not hard.
1: Anyway, he's waiting at, I guess, outside the train station that he was just in. Hmm. Um. And he's like, "I'm going to walk down to the pier because I want to see if I can like catch, catch the ferry."
2: Yeah. Which uh, ferry? Then
1: suddenly, ba- like Bacamon appear. Well, we all get introduced With
2: to best new character! Best
1: new character! They are being led by Phantomon. Phantomon is kind of like if Bakamon was a Grim Reaper instead of a ghost. And he yeah. also talks Fantomon like Boris Karloff.
3: One... Yeah. Phantomon mm-hmm. yeah. is the one Bakamon who is like,
2: w- why do we all have to wear these these stupid rags? This is a way cooler outfit. Excuse me, but I'm a stylish man, and I... So, sorry, stylish mon, and I would like to wear something a bit more fashionable. Yeah, he
1: talks like also, Boris I have power, this awesome and it's amazing. Site.
2: Yeah, like, I've inherited this thing from my grandfather.
0: It's Phantom. pretty dope.
2: Yes, he's awesome. Check out my scythe. I don't really know how to use it, but I watched a YouTube tutorial. No, so yeah, no.
3: I mean, that's basically what happens in his introduction here, because he's like, "Watch this cool trick," and then accidentally like cuts down some scaffolding.
1: Yeah, Yeah. he just cuts like random shit with it, and he's like, like I, "I meant
2: to do that." I totally meant to do that. Entirely, entirely, so in, just thinking. Holy shit! I could have killed someone.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bakuman, like, he's like the middle manager of Bakuman as well. Because he's not like he's not that boss. That'd be my one. He's just next one down. like, like just got promoted.
1: Yeah.
2: He's like he was promoted because he's he was awesome. apparently doing the right thing, and he doesn't know what it is. So he just he got promoted through the Peter Principle. So he's just it's like, right. It's- Don't- <laughs> I
0: don't it's one know of those shitty things here.
3: where it's one of those shitty things where he got a new outfit new title but his pay really didn't increase so he just has more responsibility I you get two more
2: sick days they're not paid but what do you <laughs> do
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I can do everyone... Vendabond's voice
2: for days I'm sorry like it's yeah, too he's, good
1: he's awesome he tells everyone <laughs> that they have to go see Myrodismon and yeah. then we cut to Sora and Beermon
2: no we cut to a chicken clock
1: well, yes, but...
2: <laughs> well, also, it's... don't forget, don't forget, we've been seeing some close-ups of clocks lately, and when he cuts off that scaffolding, we show the clock that's buzzing, like, flickering at
1: 6.04. I did not, honestly, even pay attention to the times on these clocks. It's, I that's, did that's not spare man. a thought for it.
3: Yeah, because this Boy. comes up! Yeah, how, it does, how, you're right. How are you going to... How are you going to get anywhere in the ARG for this episode
1: <laughs> you aren't paying attention to the details,
0: man?
1: Yeah. Anyway, Sora and Beamon. Sora's packing for her soccer match, which Beomon clearly does not give a shit about. <laughs> like,
3: Beamon's waking well, up. Crap. <coughs> crap. You're right. That clock also says 604. They're consistent with this. Yeah, isn't
1: it weird? Well, like yeah. it's because they have to be consistent about what the time is when they beat myodasmon, because that's well, a actually, plot point.
3: Right? Because th-
2: with this show, that they, they'd only pay attention to it well, then when it's relevant. It's actually kind <laughs> of scary because that does co- the chicken clock doesn't say six o four; it says six o two, and the Bakamon appeared at six o four. And we'll see this was actually a synchronized strike across all of Right. Diet. This
1: is all happening. Oh my God. Simultaneously.
2: So we're cutting back to we're not cutting to Sora simultaneous to Phantom One appearing, we're cutting to Sora two minutes
1: beforehand. Which would also explain why it wasn't dark in the last scene, because it was dark It's in morning the future when we were with Matt and the
3: Yeah. yeah. Right or evening, I guess, yeah. Yeah. This is actually so that, again when the so show gets... Only, <sighs> so not only are we cutting cutting between, you know, different vignettes, we're cutting into different time periods.
1: This yep. is like a 22 short stories of Springfield or whatever that episode
3: was. <laughs> well, then, I mean, it the, does yeah. feel like we've watched 22 short stories already, and we're not even halfway through the episode yet. Yeah, well, we no. forget this show is cutting around makes this episode feel long as hell.
2: Yeah, because we've got the
1: main like kids as well episode. as their parents. Like, yeah, you that's know, not a, good, a bad way. I could way. live with.
3: Yeah. Not in a bad way. It's just, it, it feels like there's, it feels like so much more has happened.
1: Yeah.
2: Anyway... anyway but, The most important
1: thing in this entire episode happens, Mm -hmm. which is Sora is packing her stuff, and she puts (laughs) on her hat. And in this scene, her hat is very clearly made of cloth.
2: Like a beanie.
1: Yes. The same hat that she used as a drum.
2: In the
3: other Pokémon episode! Yes! Right, which I think we established in the digital world, there is a current of electricity going through it, which hardens it. (laughs)
2: Yes, of course. No, of course. She's wearing the same fucking like memory cloth that Batman uses in the right, Dark Knight trilogy. Lucius yeah. Fox built her hat. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> it, previously it used in the CIA experimental stages for fucking like gliding tech. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, she tells her mom that she's leaving, but her mom just has like a blank-eyed stare well, and ignores her, mom, her.
3: Her mom looks like she's like internally looks like she's thieving. possessed. She looks like she's upset about something and, like, barely restraining herself. Everyone in this
1: episode looks like they're upset about something.
2: They're adults! Of (laughs) course
1: they're upset about something! (laughs) We've just never had to deal with adults in this show before. It's something new and unusual. Anyway, so we go back to Tai and Kari, and their mom's worried about their dad. Oh, because, we also get just we get also home? get just
3: a tiny tiny snippet of uh, footage on television um, which is um, yeah okay yeah so it's delivery men but remember remember those remember the priest dudes from the last yep. Bakuman episode it's them
1: so oh well, yeah and we also get that when cuz the door rings and she goes to answer it and it's just a dude wearing one of those creepy masks from that episode
2: well, the thing is we cut them back to some more like video stat like like grainy footage it looks like, of yeah, them it
3: looks like it looks like someone's surveillance camera outside
2: their apartment like mm. it looks this is such a cool stylish creepy shot because we say all the delivery men like look up at the same time and then all reach out to like all these apartment doors at the same time yeah this it's honestly looks like some cool. trippy like nineties music video actually it's kind of cool,
1: yeah. It's pretty, like...
2: And very unsettling as well.
1: Yeah, because, turns out, it's just a bunch of Bakamon. Yeah,
2: thing it's is standing <laughs> on each other's shoulders, right? Yeah, it's literally <laughs> yeah. them wearing this man costume as a coat.
3: <laughs> Ugh. And in, uh, in what is becoming a disturbing trend of Agumon thinking on his feet, he just <laughs> walks out and, like, spits a fireball
2: at the kitchen. Well, he does kill the Bakumon elites, or at least drive them away. Right, yeah, at least he didn't aim it at Ty and Kari this time. Yep. But then, mm-hmm. we, like, they go, oh, nice work, Agamon, cut back to, whoops, mom's still getting kidnapped by ghosts.
1: Yep. <laughs> like- She's getting stolen by ghosts. Like, yeah, yep. you did fine, but your mom's still being fucking kidnapped.
2: We then cut to the,
1: <laughs> um, to
2: Mimi's house. Family. And in very obvious symbology, the family plate has been uh, broken into three pieces on the ground. However the
3: family themselves have not been broken and they managed to temporarily run from the ghosts and hide
2: in an elevator together
1: exactly. there are a lot of Bakamon yeah, outside this elevator
2: this is this has to be like the the, pre- the like screenshot for the episode because it's a hilarious know, a B, terrifying hilarifying hilarifying
1: because like and also it doesn't make any sense because we have literally seen Bakemon fly through walls.
3: Well,
2: yeah, but also, this yeah, is actually... Yeah, they forget they can do that, Tyler. <laughs> they do. They're oh, very, enough, yeah. very, very dumb.
1: Because they're in the elevator, and the doors open, and it's just dozens of Bakamon crushed.
3: It's, okay, so they took, they took like, a Bakamon, and then just, like, clone-stamped it about oh, 50 yeah. times yeah. to fill Obviously. the entire background
2: of this. But then... It's actually, like, when you look at Bakamon, so, like, when you see a Boo ghost from Mario, they're kind of, like, cute, because they're just cartoon, like, freaking puffballs.
3: Bakamon... Also, they, also they blush of... when you look at them.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Bakamon are actually, like, terrifying when you look at them for too long.
1: Yeah, they're, like, ghosts I mean, they got those black, black
2: dead eyes. That's the thing, it's the eyes. the mouths.
1: Yep. Ugh.
3: Yeah, they're but I really want a screensaver where it just starts with a single like bakamon and then more just start popping up all over no the place, I do not want that you put that on just, my computer it like I can't slowly
1: leave. crushes them into each other so oh uh. no
3: no nobody downloads this nobody like buys it it just shows up on your computer <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to Beermon who has just Shot a bunch of Bakamon through the door with a spiral twister. Yeah,
3: no, I love this because we cut to we cut to the like hallway outside of the apartment. Yeah, and the Bakamon hear, just fucking fly out. We hear her attack out. them, and yeah, and then they fly out the window. It's a, another really. And good then she's scene. just
1: standing there, looking like a fucking boss. And obviously, Sora left, and it's just Biomon yeah, and yeah, Sora's she's, mom. She's
3: standing. She's standing. We see her from behind, standing silhouetted by the door frame. And she just turns around to deliver a badass line to Sora's mother.
2: Well, you know, because Sora's mom is just like, awesome. I thought you were a stuffed toy. Like, what the hell's going on? I thought you Be were a, a man... toy,
1: but you're a yeah. monster instead.
2: She, so this giant pink
3: bird turns to, turns to this woman and just says, with a ser- like, super serious look on her face, Well, life's full of surprises. Where's the <laughs> soccer field? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, Be actually a badass. Like Mott is Batman.
0: A
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's yeah. Especially considering that the plan they have later on in this episode is fucking amazing.
2: It's so good, but it does raise questions. But it's so. So we
1: cut to Myotismon, who is very happily talking about his plan to separate the kids from their parents to make them scream and cry.
2: What the oh, fuck? So this is Ivan Ooze's plan, huh?
1: Like he is literally talking about making children cry for entertainment. Yeah. God.
2: He's is a an he's asshole? Evil. He's an evil he's... vampire. What do you want? what do you think his plan was? No, actually
3: my plan is going just, like, to be free tools I'll, I'll chain. drain I'll drain women of their blood and like <laughs> destroy <laughs> infrastructure, but don't don't mess
2: with kids, man. That's too far. Whoa whoa whoa. We're making children cry?
1: Excuse me? <laughs> too far <laughs> He just like yanks on the fucking chain and turns out he's suspending Gatomon by her hands.
2: Yeah, like a fucking sacrifice, like... Yeah. Gatomon's playing it pretty cool, Kind of crazy.
1: Oh, and also apparently And he does this in front of
2: a massive
3: crowd of people as well, let's point out. Yeah,
1: because the Bakamon have been gathering all of the people they've been kidnapping into... Uh, Did we agree this was a convention center?
2: I think it looks like either a convention center or, like, a huge train station.
1: Yeah, it's some big waiting area, basically.
2: Actually, no, it is... Oh, sorry, that is a convention center because that is where Comic Cat takes place twice a year in Japan.
1: <laughs> okay, that's how you know it.
2: Well, yeah, because it's actually it's very well-known by the inverted triangle. Huh. Anyway, so yeah, we cut to... Yeah, but the show to, uh... loves
3: inverted triangles.
2: This is true! Which, yeah. actually, mm, did they straight up just take their influence for the digital world from fucking Comic Because that would explain a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we get another one of those, like, Silhouette shots of Matt, Gabumon, and Matt's dad. Yeah, but they do a...
3: Yeah, they do a camera pan. Like, a fast camera pan across, like, all this, like, exposed, like... Scaffolding and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, And Matt's like, so, what's going on? He says, don't worry about it. Just stay hidden. I'm gonna go to the TV station and try and contact the outside world. By the way, I know who Gabumon is. (laughs) Which... I genuinely can't remember if they ever explain how he knows that.
3: Yeah, he's just like, you'll be safe here. Stay with Gabumon. It's like the... He just knows? It's that badass, yeah, I know this, and I'm not even going to acknowledge that it's weird.
2: I know I it. I'm he, just going to pretend he like it's figured normal. figured it
1: out because he's, like, a investigative reporter. He's just good at that shit.
2: A, it's really funny that the one parent who actually spends the least amount of time with his kid figured this shit out before anyone yeah. else. B... I want to imagine he just came home late from work one night, and Godmother was just making himself like a snack in the
1: fridge. Like, well, also, this is, is so excited that Matt's yeah. dad likes him. He, <laughs> he's like, I think he likes me. <laughs>
2: he's like, oh he's so happy. He approves of our relationship, Matt. No more hiding in shame. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Boy, that that uh really that really puts that shot of the two of
1: them <laughs> in the bed in a different yeah. context. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go back to what Ty's doing to try and rescue his mom. Yeah. Once and what again, Ty again, decided digi- to once do Once again,
3: they they um they save on animation by having action happen off-screen.
1: Yeah, because what Ty decided to do is have Agumon Digivolve and then explode through a wall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he Digivolves in
0: let's let's
3: let's break this down. So they're on the like, Oh, clearly the first floor of an apartment complex yeah. Agumon evolves to what looks like almost three stories tall meaning he busted through two ceilings <laughs> and then busted out the
1: wall <laughs> the entire fucking wall behind him is a massive hole like remember how in try one how Ty had this big ethical dilemma because he destroyed like a cross bridge yeah
0: yeah yeah,
3: by accident. There are at least six. There are at least six families who are now homeless because of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that
1: was an accident. Ty, it, you intentionally destroyed a uh, shitload of apartments. Whatever. He's just him and Kari are just riding on Greymon, and they're yeah. like, cool, so, so let's, a bystander very
3: reasonably screams, "Oh no, another monster!"
1: Yeah, <laughs> because it's another fucking it's dinosaur fucking just d- turned up.
3: Whoops! We got ghosts. Now we have dinosaurs. What the hell's going on? And Ty says, "Don't worry, this monster is on our side." And the the woman, sh- I assume, responds, "Our side." He just destroyed my living
1: room.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then, but before Greymon could get like any attack in, at first,
1: yeah, Phantom turns up. Okay, so at this point, does. at this
3: point, the uh, doing the subtitles has just broken. This person at Netflix because. <laughs> Instead of saying get my mom, it says get my mon
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they knew the show better than they thought.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like the fact that Graymo like takes one step forward and Phantom's like, no
1: no no <laughs> Yeah, he smacks him with his scythe and he like This is actually horrifying because He like, this, like bleeds this black liquid everywhere like it just sprays it like, out. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's
3: like he tapped some sort of artery and then it comes yeah. to a, like, shot of,
2: like, Greymon writhing his head in pain. And then, like, Greymon l- lets off, like, a fucking Nova Blast. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, Nova Blast at this point. I keep forgetting which are the attacks for which fucking Digivolution stages. But then, Fatamon just, you know, fucking zips out at the last second, and he destroys another building! Like, he just takes out <laughs> another apartment! <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then Greymon just God runs, just runs
1: away. up, Greymon. Yeah, yeah, and then it's... they're like, "We're gonna have to try and get her back later." Okay, retreat, and he just runs away.
3: Yeah. Okay, Pitch. and okay, we've got. Th- th- we immediately cut to the most baffling, like,
1: yep. <laughs> yeah, what the <laughs> shot yet? <laughs> it's, Beermon and Sora's mom. Well, no, no, no. Before that, we, before we figure
3: out who they are, we got to talk about well, where yes. they are.
2: Because.
3: Well, it yeah. is a soccer, a soccer field. Valhalla?
2: Yeah, this is a soccer field that is littered with fucking soccer balls. Ever like this is yeah. if there... this is like of Dark Souls like? Like ev- this, every soccer ball is a marker where someone has died. Like
1: <laughs> there's so many. I don't understand. Like you
2: don't need this tw- many soccer balls
1: to play soccer.
3: There are like four soccer balls per person, assuming a like a normal sized team was
1: practicing. Do you think like, the animators just didn't know how soccer worked?
2: Like, imagine, no, I imagine <laughs> one multi-ball, guy was like <laughs>
1: multi ball. It's
2: like, it's like, hey, hey, you know, how to, you know, you played soccer, right? Uh, yeah, yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> I played soccer. How many balls do I put in this fucking? scene shit well and the fact that it's not even like a clone soccer ball because they're all like different angles as well so someone yeah. drew this like yeah like here's the thing it's, also, it's actually a really cool somebody scene is weak. like this is a really cool scene because it's like a I foggy think Sora's neighborhood Sora's mom
1: may be responsible because I'm reasonably sure she's a wizard of some kind well maybe because she made a like full size bakamon costume did
2: they actually say where the, those costumes came from no, in they like do not.
1: 30 fucking seconds in the middle of a soccer field. So,
2: yeah, because we see them... With nothing is, but
1: 500 soccer balls.
2: Because their plan is they're going to wear Bakemon costumes to, like, infiltrate. And, like, normally in this plan, in TV shows and stuff, like the, the costumes are either reasonable or terrible facsimiles of the actual, like, just villain uniform. These look like These actually look like they just skinned Bakemon.
1: Like, is this just a Bakamon that they just punched in the face and knocked him out, and now they're just <laughs> wearing him? Well, <sighs>
3: Geomon, but Sora's mom's a little tall to be a Bakamon.
1: Yeah, like, what
2: <laughs> the? Did she string two Bakamon together? Like, <sighs> I mean, I suppose you can just cut them up and, well, like, sew them together, yeah. Well, we have seen
1: big Bakamon, remember? Lord <laughs> yeah, Bakamon big... was huge.
2: All oh, right, I love my favorite Digimon fan theory, bigger Bakamon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: but and it, it fits only in works too, because she's a little
0: to
3: tall co- to be a to Compare to,
0: yeah.
1: God. So, Sora is very upset inside the convention center where everyone's being held. But she finds Mimi, who, by the way, I might mention is still in her pajamas.
0: Yeah. Well, I
3: mean, call- <laughs> if you're going to be kidnapped, you might as well at least be comfortable, right? Yeah, I guess. Also, this has been Um, a very orderly and uh, efficient kidnapping, because it's about 5 to 7 right now, which means they got all this done in about 50 minutes.
1: Yeah. Bakamon know what they're doing, apparently. Yep. Somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Mimi has Palmon with her, who's in disguise, and she's like, I'm ready to Digivolve whenever you need me. And Sora's like, mm, let's just wait a sec and see what happens. Yeah, and I don't know that a giant you, cactus with boxing gloves later.
3: is really going to do a lot for us right now, but thanks. Yeah,
1: um, it's actually like, wow, good planning in this show. Well, I mean,
3: it's Sora, the one competent one.
1: Yeah, a good yeah. Point. Sora spots um, Ty's mom, who is just crying her eyes out because she thought Greymon had eaten her children.
2: That's honestly a reasonable <laughs> um, assumption at this point. That's a
3: reasonable yeah. assumption at any point, really.
1: And Sora's just like, "Oh no, Greymon's fine. We chill out all the time.
2: He's cool. Let me his <laughs> LP collection was really nice. Yeah, we've
1: got more like him. Just, that we uh, hang out just, with. Uh,
2: just remember, he works on Gremlin
3: rules. Don't get him wet, and don't feed him after midnight. <laughs> really, don't feed him after midnight. Yeah, you don't you're
1: want like that. it's mm, not good. I like how Sora just casually tells Ty's parents that the two of them are basically part of a superhero team.
3: Yep. I it's mean, if a, rad. If, a, if a nine-year-old told me that, I'd just kind of gr- roll with it.
1: Yeah, but like, they have a dinosaur. You've, she's seen the dinosaur. <gasps> okay, liar.
2: I'm just imagining. Tony Stark line from the first Avengers movie but instead it's like we have a dinosaur yeah it kind of trumps the... everything like we have a dinosaur who can become a robotic dinosaur who later becomes a man dinosaur
1: yeah so we go back to Sora's mom and Biomon disguised as Bakamon who are getting ready to sneak in mm-hmm. Uh and she asks Biomon like so does Sora hate me
2: to which, which? Beaumont
1: responds with a flashback.
2: Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking,
1: like, which, Vulcan mind yeah, melds with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah here yeah. you go. He almost,
3: yeah. he she actually, flashes back to when Sora had a flashback.
1: Yeah. Right, <laughs> She, she yeah. flashes back to the first time um, she evolve to Ultimate, because, you know, the whole Crest of Love thing. Yeah. She's like, no, Sora doesn't hate you. It's fine. It's fine. And her mom's like, oh, thank God. I thought she hated me.
2: Honestly, um, like, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, Which, I but like... then,
1: I, yeah, we get yep. <laughs> this fucking scene. Okay, maybe this should,
2: be, this should be the, maybe yeah, this this should be the episode. Be be, like, yeah, this has to be the episode.
1: Yeah. We cut to the, the, to the TV crew, who are sitting with the other parents, and they're like, oh, how could this get any worse? And, and then, then... Who the fuck... What are these people? Well,
2: okay, <laughs>
1: so... What the get fuck some, happened?
2: We get some, like... Apparently some people were, like, kidnapped in the middle of, like, actual broadcast or, like, recording time. Because we get some TV mascots, let's just say.
1: In, like, fucking Toku monster costumes.
2: No, these aren't Toku. Well, I guess, yeah, there's well, Toku. Like, kid very, like, infant. Like, like, like Barney the, the, the Dinosaur. show.
1: Suits. Like... Yeah, so like these three people in rubber monster like, costumes. One of
3: them is an anthropomorphic letter for crying out
0: fucking
1: loud. Yeah, he's <laughs> a pea.
2: He's a pea with a face. The other one is like a like red bean Isn't guy with like some beanie Barney the Dinosaur
1: top? Sesame Street stuff. Yeah, and then we got
2: like, yeah, and then, and then, and we then got we've got Bub from Bubble Bobble. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, he goes, it could be worse. You could be getting paid minimum wage while dancing in front of kids who kick you in your costume all day long. So do you
3: it's think like, they're, do you think they're paid what? based on how long they spend in the costume, which is why they
1: haven't yeah, taken like, why off haven't yet? they taken these fucking costumes off? Well, no, because honestly, a lot of the time, they're
2: just wearing, like, fucking underwear and singlet underneath these things.
1: Like, Mimi's wearing her pajamas. She doesn't give a shit.
2: Yeah, but pajamas are better than, like, a, du- a gro- fully grown man in his underwear.
1: Like, right, plus, they, they could have been in a the foam fucking rubber suit all day. Off.
3: Think about how grody that guy is right now.
1: Yeah. Like, they could just unbuck hey, the top half and just no, stick their head out hey,
3: of here it. But hey, here's
2: the thing. These provide protection against the monsters as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they blend in. Bakemon are totally stupid enough to think those three are Digimon. It's so- I'm
2: p Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is Bakumon. just goes, uh, where are the other 25 of you? Um, listen. <laughs>
1: they got left behind. They didn't make it through the gate. Yeah. Those, those darn digi-destined... Seen, putting aside the three people in rubber suits that make me question my sanity, <laughs> Uh, we have Mimi's mum, who's just... She's done with being held prisoner by monsters in another dimension. Oh, I would be too. Yeah. She said, I'm over this, and she starts crying, and she's like, I want to go home, and... You know, do my housework, I think she says, or some shit like that. Well, and, she wants to sleep in then, her own bed and stuff. Like, she just yeah, wants to fucking go home. She is immediately fine.
3: So, the at one point, uh, Mimi's father tries to, like, quip at her, which was a bad idea. Bad move, but, dude, yeah. bad move. Yeah. Her, her response was, who said you could talk? <laughs> which paints maybe
2: a darker picture
3: so maybe now we understand
2: maybe we understand better why um why he loves Li- the food so much? Or why Lilymon becomes Rosemon.
1: Oh yeah, that too.
2: <laughs> maybe Mimi got a... maybe Mimi learned some things about her mum in between uh like Adventure O One and Tro, Or worse, Palmon learned something about Mimi's mom. Oh no <laughs> <sighs>
1: But yeah, she like goes from you know breaking down to I am 100% okay in an instant. Oh, yeah. Like, just one frame switch. Okay, I'm good now. Glad I got that out of me. (laughs) Which...
2: Explains a lot about Mimi. right. Yes, actually. Yeah, because Mimi's done this exact same thing.
1: So when the the news team mentions that that guy's been listening to the self-help, like, Mind Over Matter tapes, Sora suddenly remembers, hey, I beat Barkamon once before with, like, a strength of... Will, like, focusing chant.
3: I love that we have an episode with about 20 different plot lines that they, like, switch between every 30 seconds, and they still find time to go to, like, several flashbacks.
1: Yes! This is, like, the second flashback! Like, Jesus! Anyway, Sora comes up with the plan that, um... Some of the people are going to attack the Bakamon to distract them, while she and Joe organize the others into the chant... To you know, beat them because that's how it works.
3: She says the rest of them need to get together to come up with a mind over matter chant. Which (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we'll see how that we'll see how
2: that brainstorming (laughs) session goes. How
1: she does it. So Ty's dad is just immediately okay with this plan. He doesn't. He wants to beat on some ghosts. He just wants to beat up some ghosts. Let's be real.
3: And I mean, let's be honest. Like Sora and Ty are friends, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. Tai's parents have to realize, okay, Sora actually knows what the fuck she's doing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, the rubber suit guys also join Which in great. Which is great. the attack part of the plan. And there's, like, these shots of them just, like, hitting Bakamon with various objects. Oh,
3: they're with just mowing objects. through these fucking ghosts.
1: Yep. Yeah. They, like, do they even need the Mind Over Matter shit? Because, seriously. Yeah, they're actually doing a pretty good job. So Sora runs off with a bunch of people and fights off the Bakamon with her fucking boombox. Yep. She holds it above her head.
2: With the power of ASMR.
1: The power of base.
3: <laughs> they, they, the brilliant chant that they came up with is, Bakamon, lose your power. Which, to be fair, is an the exact kill. same chant. Right. Yeah. Like, it's it's unbelievably effective. It's like, yeah. It's like tricking Mr. Mixaplick into saying his name backwards. You fucking
2: brought onto of this Thank show, you God! So you bastard. Mm. but no, like seriously, I really... like, it's an instant.
1: No, it is. All it's I want to see is this clip of her holding up the boombox, and instead of it being the chant, it's just the deepest bass.
0: <laughs> That'd be
3: pretty. And, the yeah, and, like, the, and all like the drop, just, like, pumps... shrivel and die. <laughs> right, right. The Bacamon drop with the bass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> It's so perfect. Anyway, they escape the convention center, but they kind of forgot about the dark Tyranimon that's just kind of chilling outside.
3: I mean, yeah, he's fair, kind of the like, muscle. Okay, but to be fair, like, he rises out of literally nowhere. Yeah. It's easy he's to forget about him when dinosaur. he only exists when he needs to.
1: Yeah. He's a huge dinosaur, and he just kind of popped up.
3: Right, right. We get a, We get an establishing shot of the outside of this arena... And then they cut away, and they cut back, and he's just <coughs> cl- standing up from having been crouching, apparently. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so Mimi's dad gets on one of those like cart things that it's like a golf buggy kind of that oh, they have we, at convention centers.
3: We also get some backstory for Dark Tyrannomon. Apparently, he was totally cool until an evil yeah, and then a virus, virus, took over virus him.
1: infected him.
3: Which seems suspect to me, because we've seen regular Tyrannomon before, and they're kind of dicks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They act exactly like this guy. But anyway, Mimi's dad gets on one of those carts and drives directly at the dinosaur the size of a building.
2: Can we also just point out that the back of the cart says Tokyo Big Fight on it? Yes, <laughs> yes it does. Yes, it does.
1: And it's amazing.
2: Which is great.
1: Uh, but he is Man, immediately Tokyo swatted Big Fight away. Was my
3: favorite guy to face in uh, Punch-Out.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the cart is immediately knocked away. No, not just knocked away, it gets dinosaur. fucking booted. Yep. Yeah, it just gets thunked. And it's gone. Like,
3: we see, yeah, oh yeah, we, Mimi's dad is dead.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, as soon as that happens, which who could have seen that coming? Uh, Mimi straight away has Palmon Digivolve. Because that dinosaur just wrecked your dad. I would do that too. Yeah, and we noticed. get this amazing shot of Togemon punching Tyrannomon in the chin as the main theme so plays good. for like two seconds. God, Fucking rad!
2: Just have this like freeze frame be the ending of Rocky 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Mimi has this, you know, beautiful yeah, reunion with her out, dad. Wow. <laughs> yeah, talk Tokyo a... big fight. Mimi's dad is completely fine, apparently. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He's okay. Dirty
2: fucking golf cart.
1: Yeah, and they have like a tearful <laughs> family reunion. And then, uh, and then, in the background then, of this, Pokémon is just kind of wildly flailing she's because doing the, the windmill is maneuver
2: in. with her fucking arms while Teraamon is desperately trying to push her backwards.
1: But that that, looks that push her backwards because Pokemon is covered in spikes. But he keeps going back and forth. Yeah, like this looks insanely painful because Togemon <laughs> is a cactus. Yeah. Dr. Togemon didn't think this through,
2: man. If only album up, for podcasts could be animated gifs, because I would love Remember this that to be shot
1: in it. of when that one time Togemon Digivolved inside and almost impaled Izzy.
0: <laughs>
3: That's true. Like <laughs> God, these you're thorns right. are
1: huge.
0: Yeah,
3: but it's okay because Togemon has uh, bandages wrapped around his arms. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah, course. like, yes, like every anime character, yes.
1: So Mimi tells her parents... So anyway, to,
3: yeah. so, but, but the resolution of that is after he, like, walks back and forth for a bit regretting his immediate life choices, he uh-huh. slams Togemon onto the ground, and then proceeds to roast her with his fire breath.
1: Yes! Yep. Because Mimi's like, get out of the way, mom and dad, while Togemon is just being burnt to death by this yeah, fire-breathing dinosaur. a fucking dinosaur. cactus! <laughs> so... Mimi sees Togemon being burned, which is horrifying. (laughs) Sees the Bakamon, who apparently are back?
3: Well, some some of them rallied around Phantomon, who uh, isn't named Bakamon, so he didn't lose his power.
1: (laughs) And she has a sudden loss in confidence, which for some reason, had never happened up until this point. Apparently this was the breaking point, and not all of the other shit that has happened to her.
2: Well, because normally whenever Togemon digivolves, Tokemon takes care of business. This isn't the Togemon case wins. now. wins. Yeah, Tokemon wins. This is not, Tokemon is losing very handily. And, you know, like, you kind of take into account, like, they're kind of up against impossible odds. It's like, yeah,
1: they are. It wouldn't be the first time.
2: No, but at least before when the, Except, in the digital I guess world. this
1: time, there's just like no fucking angel to come out of nowhere and save them.
2: Right, and also before in the digital world, it was just the kids. Now it's actually like yeah. their families and innocent people involved. And the yeah, actual. There's a, lot world of, there's a lot at stake here, yeah.
1: Yeah. She says, Oh, it, it's all over. We can't do this. My oldest one's won. We can't win. And she starts crying. And that makes her crest activate, because they were tears of sincerity, according to this. Reminder yeah. that her crest is actually the crest of purity.
2: Honestly, sincerity makes more sense in this context it than purity. It kind of does. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, sincerity actually, it shows, like, oh, Mimi actually fucking cares about the world. She's not someone, yeah, just some vapid not little girl. A,
1: the selfish monster we make her out to be.
2: Well, no. Like, well, the, the show, like, makes her out to be as a fun joke. Like, well, yeah, she's... no, yeah, like... The, and we the, take seriously. The
3: thing seriously. is that she's very self-obsessed or, you know... Hmm. Whatever. So, this is her being, like, caring about others, right?
1: Yeah, her crush <laughs> activates and Togemon digivolves. I... Fucking love this Digivolve sequence. It's, it's really cool. Real good. It's so good.
2: Because it's, it's not like, just like it's not just like the other ones we've seen where like, oh, they're like body changes into bright light or anything. Hmm. It's actually a really cool like sequence.
3: Yeah. Right. I mean well, and it it establishes a narrative thread for how this digivolution works that and, right, isn't uh, open something we normally some
1: get. some questions I have, like because the sequence is the flower on top of Togemon's okay, head. Well, first blooms. of all,
3: she goes all beast from Beauty and the Beast at the end. Yup, like, and like, just, just lets out light out of her. Yeah, yeah,
1: and then the flower starts to bloom. And It turns into a, like a rose, and Louis well, Mon it turns comes into out a
3: lily. It. Tyler,
1: right? Rose is the next one, the sexy one.
3: Well, and also that's what I think. That, I'm pretty sure that's what cactuses grow as. I think they're lilies. Yeah. I think that's what the flower is called.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, but no, I, don't know I actually like this because there's
3: actually, there's actually like logic to this because there are yeah. myths about fairies being born in flowers. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I do want to know, though, what happens to the togemon that's left behind? Oh,
2: it's is just an empty husk. It's discarded is as it a husk, like a, a cicada. A
1: dead cac- giant cactus. Like it's like it's a, d- in the it's like a of deflated Turkey.
2: togemon. Like is that? Oh, part I don't of
1: think the it's I think it's a hard is... shell. Hmm. Is that the I part think, of the I damage control? I think kids control? go
3: around in the fall and collect them, and like, gross <laughs> out I, I don't think it's record. a hard
1: shell. I think Togemon just actually turns into a fucking cactus. Like suddenly there is now an absolutely Wait, that, enormous cactus growing there. The problem,
3: but Tyler, the problem Tyler. The problem is the inside of a toge- of a living Togemon is just hollow, empty blackness. And if you look inside, your soul gets <laughs> lost.
2: I'm That's now right. just imagining Togemon is also like the mech that Lilymon pilots.
1: Yes, <laughs> Lilymon <laughs>
2: yes. was inside there the whole time. It's like the yep.
1: ejection sequence is yeah. the Digivolve.
2: <laughs> There's actually straight up a Gundam that does this, where it's a super big, bulky, heavy artillery Gundam, and then its actual like big finishing move it discards all the armor, and a I smaller, mean... more svelte, like feminine Gundam comes out. Oh, oh, so it's Samus and Smash Brothers.
1: Yes. I have actually seen that. Yeah,
2: that's Nodley. Which is funny because yeah, Nodley is like. Is fucking. Uh,
1: Cthulhu hair.
2: Well, yeah, because it's like got fiber cables as like hair and stuff. But the cool thing is his name is Nodley, and Nodley, I believe, is a Native American word that is uh, equivalent to two spirit. Oh, that's cool. So I was like, that's kind of it weird. goes
1: from like the fucking insane. I Big have all masculine of the guns.
2: Yeah to super feminine, svelte, and, like, agile Gundam. Wow, that there's there's levels to that. Yep. <laughs> Especially because the pilot of it is, like... Okay, yeah, all Gundam boys are pretty boys, but this is literally the one where this Gundam pilot, he later goes on to, like, go undercover as a woman, and straight up, like, um...
1: <laughs> Wait, really? I didn't get that far.
2: That That's, like, that's in the second season of Double O, and it's just, like...
1: Uh uh you are
2: code here well you're doing this very well and also they don't explain how did you suddenly get breasts
1: (laughs) don't explain that they don't explain it like and she's wearing (laughs) and like
2: in the costume like she is a persona is wearing like a very deep plunging neckline nice so it's like um how did (laughs) also it's a bit then you also then it's also not explaining The double O, because this is a plan come up with their commander who's like a genius um, combat forecaster. So it's like, did she already have his measurements ready to go for a tailor made dress to
1: put on this (laughs) mission? Obviously. I mean, (laughs) I assume
2: they have that for everyone. Prepared for every
1: scenario. I mean,
2: I would, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, uh, Joel, let the other
2: TW members know that uh, there'll be a mission coming up. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah Lilymon is rad because she is a fairy flower girl that shoots lasers
3: also yeah, she's like she's... also she is like a like super cheerful personality that really like compliments yeah. mimi well
1: yes yeah because she comes out of the digivolve sequence just fucking shoots tyrannomon in the chest yeah,
2: yeah her, her cannon with, a, with her flower cannon yeah, with a flower cannon, because it's literally, like, it, it's a, it starts out as, like, a bud, it opens up to yeah, a flower, so like and there's just a gun.
1: together, and, like, this bud blooms into a flower and shoots a fucking laser. Because, of course, it does.
2: I like that even the fairy Digimon in this is following the, um, uh, Matt principle of just use the fucking gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's oh, awesome. No, they,
3: they, know what they know what they're doing. I really, really like how lily introduces herself, too.
1: Because
3: mm-hmm. Mimi's like, who are you? And she's like, oh, it's just me. I'm Palmon
2: and Togamon. Yeah, because
1: Mimi just, like, suddenly forgets that sometimes digimon change what they look like
2: i mean to know? be fair palmon has always turned into Tokemon. she's not known anything different
3: well, but i just see? i just really like uh, the
1: digimon
3: i just really like the way this is portrayed because like normally the digimon just com- become completely different like yeah their their demeanor mm. and personality changes every time they digivolve and like it's never acknowledged and the way lilymon just describes it here it's like it's the most matter of fact straightforward thing and that's just really cool to me it yeah, makes no. you really think about it, like, being the same, but also so different in different,
2: you know, forms. Yeah. Like, n- it's really cool. I also like that she has a uh, thorn-like vine hair as well. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like, her whole design is actually really cool, like, it's actually the really most consistent design. design. It just
1: makes me really sad that when she shows up in Dry, the animation is really fucked. And she looks pretty bad. Hmm... Because they've also, got like that weird three D triangle like two D and it just doesn't look good.
3: Yeah. Also but, Also, <laughs> after uh after all of that, she t- she asks Mimi, Am I in bad
2: taste? And then winks yeah. at her. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. Mimi is oh, just so fucking in love with Lilymon. Yeah. She's like, holy shit, this is the perfect thing to happen. Cause Lilymon
2: is who Mimi also would love to be. Yeah. I mean, look uh, at her in O2. She's trying. Yeah, that's true, actually. You're very. Actually, you're right. Shit.
1: Yeah. Wow. Holy hell,
2: I never connected that. <laughs> wow. Wow, 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 wow.
1: So Lilymon, like, hey, Digimon, starts playing. Mm-hmm. Lilymon explains, uh, oh, your tears of sincerity allowed me to digivolve. Brought blah, me blah, blah, into blah.
3: existence, were the exact words she used. Again, she kind of throwing me. off my whole worldview.
1: Yep. Um, and then she just gives Doctor Animon a nice flower necklace.
3: Yeah, yeah. And so...
1: He's suddenly very calm.
3: Yeah. So what she says is her flower necklace neutralized the virus that was making him all evil.
1: Which
2: raises a lot of
3: questions. I've I've, mm. s- I've seen a lot of stories where somebody gets given a collar and suddenly changes their personality entirely. Oh yeah, no
1: totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's no time for that because we have to cut to Joe.
3: Oh, hey, Molly, a- Molly, jo- I know you don't normally listen to our show, but uh yeah, thanks for sticking around for this one. This is also really funny <laughs> as well because
2: she's also Lily Montplant girl. I know. Like this, oh my god. This is, is this yeah. is this is Molly's whole aesthetic. God,
1: yeah. God, yeah. But yeah, we have to cut to Joe because yes. that's how this episode works.
3: Yeah, yes. yeah. We we weirdly stayed almost three minutes on the same scene, and that's yeah, I know disorienting. Joe
1: is at the pier and is now upset because the boats aren't running, mm-hmm. and Gervin says, "Hey, it could be worse." And yeah. Joe just says, seriously, shut up, I'm too tired for well, this. Well, it's that
2: sequence we mentioned before, if he goes, no, like, come on, you can't just keep saying that, and Goemon's like, fine, let's just give up, we, there's nothing more we can do, and Joe's like... And
1: it's almost like Joe completely forgets that Gomon can turn into a giant walrus that he has ridden on the back yeah. of multiple times.
2: He's yeah. already done it
3: more publicly than this. He yeah. has,
2: yeah, like... Yeah. yeah. But then, we cut, to, we cut back to the other anime in this anime...
1: Oh, yeah. We just. I don't. We hear my Otismon's laughter, and we get, like, this ridiculously short shot of TK.
2: On the train, yeah. Ho- like, yeah, hugging Padamon. Just, yeah, Literally, TK's like, two seconds episode. long,
1: and then it's done. Mm hmm. And then we go straight to Matt's dad, who's sneaking around the TV station.
2: Which is overrun by Bakamon.
1: Yeah. And then we go to Matt who's finding Ty and Kari, who are just, mm-hmm. like, casually strolling past. Well, I think they're He's trying like, hey, to run hey, to find Tai. No, they're out, not go casually go.
3: strolling past. Tai is literally carrying Agumon on his back.
1: Oh, yeah. Which...
3: Agumon apparently is nursing some lasting wounds from whatever Phantomon did to him. Well, yeah,
1: he was... Disturbing like, as well, bleeding we his soul that. out. Like, shit, come on. That's gonna hurt. But yeah, um, Matt tells Kari that it could be. Could,
3: oh, so yeah, Kari they tell heals, Matt that Kari, Kari heals is the eighth it by child. rubbing his hand. I want to point out. So I can I'm pretty sure Agumon cool. was faking it so he didn't have to run.
1: <laughs> but I mean, Kari does have like fucking magical powers. So who knows? Maybe she can heal wounds. Maybe. We we don't know. God,
3: they were trapped in the digital world for probably years without their healer. What the hell? <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah they um they tell Matt that Kari's the eighth child and Matt's like no way which come on Matt it was pretty obvious awesome. come on and then we go back to phantom on which gee, we just went through like five different scenes in like 20 seconds
2: cuz like it's trying to touch base everyone but oh my god it's so fucking like frenetic
1: yeah it's just so quick
3: uh, and then, so yeah, Phantom 1's attacking Sora. So here's where we Sora. discover the, what sets Phantom 1 apart and why he got this promotion, because he's the only one who figures out, oh yeah, we can just destroy this tape. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn but off dang, that racket, orders, you dang new girl. New Age Psychobabble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was working, though, like... Not gonna get sucked in that by that you, Snake Oil Salesman. It was working.
3: Right, well that's that's his point. It's like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna save you though because I can just kill the tape.
1: Yeah. And then he orders his Bakamon to attack Sora.
2: Except oh, yeah. his Sora, who he calls his pretty little miss.
1: Ugh. Yeah, which hmm.
2: Bakamon, That Phantomon, come on. Come on.
1: Yeah. But turns out that the Bakamon were just Bieramon and Sora's mom.
2: Honestly, the Bacamon costume stretched out to to fit a like adult human person is actually kinda creepy. Like it's even creepy.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's like a long Bakamon. It's creepy.
3: <laughs> and then we get and then we get my favorite animation cheat yet.
1: Well, Where which they, is just...
3: they throw the so they throw the uh they throw they the throw costumes the things on we get a like a below shot of them flying into the air and then freeze frame it as Bioman Digivolves. Because they can't yeah. even spring for a like stock
2: footage digivolution sequence. I honestly but think with so I much like impact this... this episode, it was less they couldn't spring for it, more they couldn't fit they it in. They didn't have time. They didn't yeah. have time for padding.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like this digivolve sequence because what could have what could have happened here and what should have been the plan was get Biermon close to Sora so she can digivolve, then grab her and fly away to safety. Instead, what happens is Biyomon digivolves and just fucking flies away. No, and then she d- no, she flies away too. Then back for fucking swoops around.
2: Phantomon and the Bakuman. Yeah, which it's, it's,
1: it's, you, you it's, couldn't like at least grab Sora and her mom on the way out. But it's good like, for the for the point of Bakuman like, <laughs> for Phantomon going. Oh, it's just a bird. Oh yeah, this fucking line. Oh, it's just a bird. A large bird, I'll grant you that. A large angry bird. But, uh, oh! <laughs> That's <laughs> <is> so good. <laughs> and then, yeah, Berjamon swoops in. Sora's like, "Oh yay, I found my mom." And Mimi's like, "We've won the fight." And
3: Tyler and Tyler, just to your just to your credit, since you're so obsessed with this, she is currently clutching her hat in her hand. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> yeah.
1: <sighs> no,
3: I
2: think it would have been worse if, like, the hat was solid at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: would have just been awful.
2: I really yeah, hope. So. It, I really hope they show it as solid at some time in
3: the near future.
1: Oh, they will. I bet you they Myonis-mon will. Myonismon flies over to the Dr. Animon and just fucking murders it. Yeah, because uh, it's like, you're he claims, too nice now. He's like, back to the digital world with you, and like, it just fucking vanishes. But right. I can't
2: believe you got topped by a fairy. He
1: just straight up murdered this Digimon. Yeah. It's dead.
2: It's dead. And I like how I
1: like he could have just taken the fucking collar off. <laughs> no, but he had to kill it to show it it failed. No, Joel, uh, he... even
2: when you take the collar off, you stay that way, like... Ah, uh, you're right, wicks.
1: <laughs> that sticks with you. And he goes to hit Lillimon with his lightning whips, but then he's interrupted by the narrator, who gives a cliffhanger for the end of the episode. Yeah, God, this
3: some, is such a packed some episode! Man, some man in a serious announcer voice had to say the words, Will Lillimon withstand Myotismon's crimson lightning? Yeah. <laughs> Some guy hey. who's probably a professional had to say those words. Hey, yeah. don't say no to a paycheck sometimes.
1: Yeah. So, but also... think, so,
2: do you guys think Mimi will lose her best friend? I mean, yeah. Like, it's, like, no one survives the Crimson Lightning. Except for all those other people who survive Crimson Lightning. Except
1: everyone who has. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is like every member of the cast at this. But
2: point. I like that this is such a packed episode that it ends on a fucking yeah, holy cliffhanger mid-action.
1: Episode had so an much actual, shit going yeah, on! yeah, an
3: actual cliffhanger, not something they like manufactured. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the first episode ended on an actual cliffhanger.
3: True.
2: True.
1: It's the really one true cliffhanger. Cliff.
3: So this is this is the episode where they realized that they'd plotted out so much stuff to happen in this real world arc, and they only had so. And many they hadn't episodes fucking do done with. any of it. Yep.
1: Mhm. Because like so much shit happens, and we still need to see like fucking Zudomon needs to show up.
2: That's true. Oh my god, Zudomon still needs to show. Holy shit!
1: Yeah.
3: Meanwhile, meanwhile, Izzy, uh, Izzy's playing EverQuest.
1: Who knows what Izzy's doing? <laughs> Izzy
3: I really, I, I really, I really want just a single like a stinger at the end of this episode, where like av- everyone's been going through all this shit all day, and it just cuts to Izzy. Um, like, glancing at the phone uh, away from his MMORPG he's been playing all day and just, huh, sure has been quiet today. Yeah.
1: Well, that was in, um, one of the Tri-Abridged was they were asking where Joe was because he, like, wasn't in the first movie kind of much at all. Yeah. It's like, so where were you, Joe? And it cuts to a shot of him with, like, Gomamon sleep on his bed and he's playing Pokemon. <laughs> says, they can never know. <laughs> yeah, that seriously. This episode was fucking well. Jam it was exactly packed. the same length as every other episode, but it felt long.
2: It felt like a double feature, honestly. I mean, yeah, and it's, it's but full not of in a so bad much insane shit. Drag is the thing. Yeah, like, it.
3: Ah. It was good. Yeah. Guys, I think this was a good episode of Digimon.
2: Like, not like a good episode, like, all oh, by usual sense, Like, a genuinely good episode of, like, cartoon television like, well, from the. Like, like we pointed it out. There was internal consistency.
3: Like, they cut between a bunch of different plots, but kept the narrative thread of all of them. They kept the time and, like, consistent. Yep. And, like, the plot lines inter- intertwined in a way that made sense. Yep.
1: So, yeah. They started out all separate, and then they all matched together. Yeah. Except for Joe and TK, who just kind of didn't. Like, they're on their <laughs> way. That's the whole thing. yeah. Right, they're setting, yeah, yeah, they're setting the seeds,
3: because everyone's going to get together again. Except
1: Izzy, who... Yeah,
3: the, the only thing missing was just Izzy. Like, we don't know what Izzy's up to.
1: Well, it is really weird worst, that obviously.
3: literally everyone yeah. else had something to do in this episode but him.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean,
3: I I mean there was that. there was no room, though, because we had to introduce our, uh, the new heroes of the show, which is the new yep, team. Yep, the TV crew
1: the <laughs> news team yeah which was just okay they're okay i think now, i figured I it guess. out i think i
3: know why matt's dad knows what's going on okay matt's dad and the swan boat used to be partners
2: oh my god <laughs> i need the swan boat in a cap that says press with on it <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh
3: i mean think about god. it that swan boat came to matt and tk's rescue how many times
1: not only oh are they partners god. in journalism, but they are, you know, Digidestin partners as well.
2: Right. It's the Swamboat Matt's dad's fucking digital Digimon partner. Oh my it god! <laughs> <sighs> Just like imagine Matt one day going, "Where did the Swambo even come from? How do you keep saving us?" And his press and he...
1: pass is the Digivice.
2: Oh shit! <laughs> right, because
3: he came from a an earlier version where they used punch cards and stuff.
1: Yeah,
2: man. I'm actually. This is weird because it's actually bleeding into what the parents are like in Digimon Season Three. Yeah, actually.
1: Yeah. Now <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> you mention it. Yeah. God. That. That's a long way away, guys. I know. I like that the that.
3: writers for Season Three, like, kind of went through the same thing we're going through of looking at the first two seasons and going, "This doesn't make any sense. What the hell? How do we explain what?" Happened in this show,
1: <laughs> yeah. You, you really just can't. You have to just roll with it. Yeah, you have to just kind of see the kids if don't notice, right, Which is why yep. their
3: solution was, "Oh yeah, that was all just a TV show in this world too."
2: Yes, which is I love that conceit.
3: Just like fuck it, we can't, we can't make this work. That that last ending, the ending of that last
2: season was too stupid. We can't. Oh god, I love that ending and hate it so much at the same time.
1: <laughs> it's pretty crazy.
2: I, when someone asks me why I why I really dislike the ending of the Harry Potter series, I just tell them it's like the ending of Digimon Season 2. It's Only with so worse true. names. Yes. <gasps>
1: it's so true. <laughs> so, Alright, let's yeah, move, on to, move on to questions. If you have any questions you'd like us to answer or at least pretend to answer uh, you can send them to us at Digital Moncast, or email them to digitalmoncast at gmail.com uh, I don't have any
2: okay you actually checked so great yes I did check
1: <laughs> the only Just... ones I have are the ones that you mentioned me in, and it's like
2: Fair enough. Well I mean Ten like you didn't you check the email for once, like that's good. Well yeah, I check the email all the time. There's
1: just never anything. Except there. for that so time you, yeah. you except for
2: the time when we told you to do it and you resisted.
1: Well, you made excuses. Yeah. And what did that turn into? Oh right, we had an essay about Demi yeah, Devamon.
2: Yeah, we missed out on that. Like
1: <laughs>
2: You don't know, say I always check episode, it when you don't
1: by like, the way. <laughs> Where the fuck was Demi Devamon?
2: We saw him for one bit where he's like flying around Gotamon being uh, strung up, that's all. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, like at this point
3: at this point he's probably always by Gadamon, just like gloating. Like Yeah, pretty much. For a for a shitty, like lackey who doesn't actually try hard but resents the ones who do, like this is the absolute dream. <laughs> yeah. Like like the, the person anything. who was making you look bad turned out to be a traitor, and now you get to uh,
2: look better by comparison. All the time, yeah. Alright, mm. well, questions. I also got some questions because you can send questions to me at GatsbyLow on Twitter. And I tweeted out asking, hey, we're talking about magical girls and ghosts. Send us in your nonsense. I actually didn't get that many questions this week. I think people are busy, which you is A-OK.
3: That, that game, that series didn't really get good until Super Magical Girls and Ghosts.
2: Yeah, no, that's when it really got good. Right, of kind of just like, couldn't handle it. It is weird though when they brought the, uh, the sequel to America but it was actually a different game and they rebranded it as Super, uh, Super Magical Girls and Ghouls. It's kind of weird. Well, it's
1: because the original sequel was kind of too sexual for western audiences.
2: That's true. Also it's I
1: was going to say too the girl with like a sexy rose lady.
2: Yeah.
3: Also also you can't mention ghosts in video games uh, without getting bumped up a rating level.
2: That's true.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. What were the questions?
2: We got one from friend of the show Tal at Arcane Crystal on Twitter. What is the subtext of every Digimon eventually Digivolving into a hot girl?
1: Um...
2: I don't know if it's subtext, really. I'll let you two decide this one before I go into my own thing.
1: (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm they just do that's just uh-huh. how it works <laughs> they either turn into a sexy lady or they I get se- all of the guns it's just sort of how it works
3: all right are you tyler are you implicitly gendering guns as not female yeah i was gonna say like well
1: sometimes <laughs> the sexy ladies have the guns right, this is
3: true I'm, what i'm saying is some, maybe the sexy
2: ladies just are the guns
1: like, well, we can't in a gun a case, absolutely.
2: Okay, so we've de- digivolve, into hot girls, guns, or jorts. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's
3: yeah. yeah or, or you turn into <laughs> uh, guys who are super, super obsessed with working out.
1: This is true <laughs> as well. Yeah. You Seen his abs, man. <laughs>
2: Write maybe a half-joking essay about there sure being some weird lot to say about tr- this trans subtext to the Digimon. I mean, I mean
3: it's it's a, ultimately it's a story about changing forms. I mean, that's right, the understandable way to go
2: yeah like uh, traditionally yeah. It's, it's more like linked to puberty like as we talked about they, they start as kids they grow into adults as they evolve in the right, Japanese version right but there's version.
3: more stages there's more stages to it there than there are in
2: the what's presented as the traditional path I guess for right human beings but I guess you can also see like it's kind of weird how a lot of the Digimon, Digimon get kind of bulky and then they kind of get svelte at the end
1: yeah like they turn into big monsters and then they slim down into a person Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. A very hot person, or hot humanoid. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a lot going on behind that. I mean, Um, that's
1: even, like, explicitly a plot point in the third season?
2: Right. You could also even talk about, like, man, I could make a very obvious joke of, like, get a picture of Lilymon, have it labeled as like, five months into HRT, have a picture of Rosemont three years into HRT. I guarantee like, you it exists already. I'm
1: sure that exists.
2: If it doesn't, I will make it happen.
1: Like, I think I have actually seen that. <laughs> or at least some sort of variation on that. Like,
2: that's that's the trajectory you all go down. Like, <laughs> that's the way it works. The circle of life. <laughs> Is that really a circle of life? You eventually turn
1: into, like... <laughs> A plant lady with vine whips?
3: Yeah. I mean that's I think that's the I think that's the end goal, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: It's where life takes you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Hi, on.
2: I know you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> if Molly's not listening to this, we will tell her to listen to this. Like
1: I mean it's got plant ladies.
2: Exactly. She's gotta listen to Lilymon episode. Um Next up, from uh, Ruth at Kusi Cousy, Cousy on Twitter. has there, uh, Is there ever, like, a Salaryman Digimon in the series? First of all, Salarymon. Second of all,
1: I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, we have henchmen. There's always henchmen.
2: They've
3: definitely done some, like, Salaryman comparison, like, humor with some of the henchmen
2: before.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if there's any Digimon that just, like, wear a suit and hate themselves.
2: Yeah, who wear a suit and are being crushed under corporate capitalism. Well, yeah. I mean,
3: yeah.
1: every
2: every single Bakamon. That's true, actually.
3: Maybe Bakamon <laughs> yeah, or the, the Salaryman
2: Digimon, actually. Yeah, that's
1: what I was, that I was thinking of, like, Bakamon and Gazimon when I was yeah. like,
2: hmm. well,
1: Yeah. Gazimon
2: have kind of, like, they're not as subservient as Salaryman.
1: Uh, they're more just, like, Bond villain mooks. Yeah, they're just, like, standard
2: mooks. Meanwhile, like, we've seen Bob the Bakamon, like, <laughs> he's the most salary man Digimon there ever was.
1: Maybe he was well, he's a salary more, Bob's, man.
3: Bob's not a salary man. Bob's an intern. That's
2: true, actually. Yeah, Bob's he getting was a
1: salary credit. man, and then he died, turned into a ghost, and then became an intern. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. He died. He became more. a ghost, and found out <sighs> that his
3: previous work experience does not translate over into the afterlife, and he has to start from ground zero again. Oh, jeez. Like,
2: yes, that explains uh. everything about Bob. Yeah, he wasn't actually yep. hypnotized by Wizardmon, he just didn't give a shit.
1: He was just like, oh, thank God, an excuse to not have to do this.
3: Yep. So, Jules, my search for Mon did not match any
2: results. Damn it. So, Damn. we've got our work cut out for us. Alright, we right, we'll, we'll get around, we'll get around to it.
0: <laughs>
2: um... Next question comes from uh Cold Soap at What is Cosplay on Twitter. What would the Digidestin's power themes be if they were magical girls? Allah, Sailor Mars has fire, etc. Well, well then we run into
1: the problem of what the fuck does Garbumon shoot out of his fucking mouth?
2: Yeah, actually, I think like the closer we can get to an ice <laughs> Whatever but that even is then. Like, it's ice it is, fire. It's, it's, ice, it's ice, but in a plasma form. I don't see what's so hard about that. Well, no, it's like... You know how you that's... get, like, blue is like a f- fruit flavor in, like, gum and stuff? Like, yeah, that's what it is. It's blue fire. It's a blue, ras- it's blue raspberry flame. Yeah. <laughs> it's just
1: you saying that reminded me of... um. There's a stupid band I listened to where one of the, like, preludes to one of their songs mm-hmm. was talking about this evil sorcerer who's been trapped for centuries in his prison of... Frozen liquid ice.
2: Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, yeah, okay. Wait. Um, hold on.
1: They're not what? wrong. No,
2: they're not. Like, but, but... they. Mm.
1: What is ice if not frozen liquid ice?
2: <laughs> so, tie would also be fire.
1: Yes, <laughs> but then. Gabumon also shoots fire, as does Beomon.
2: <laughs> Beomon's more like wind though, because it's it's like a twist of I mean, tornado, she's, not, like... she's not, but she's not, but in this case she, she has she to be. She turns into
1: a phoenix.
2: But she has to be.
1: But then what's Well okay then go then what's fine Panamon the...
2: Panamon is like holy light. Right. But that's yeah.
1: Anjuomon.
2: That's explicitly she's, whole, she's holy. Her light, power. She, she's holy light 2.0. The same way you can have a gold and silver ranger. Her duo.
1: whole deal is light power, but like better than Angemon.
2: No,
3: I don't. I would argue not better than Angemon because Angemon gets the same shit done a level lower.
2: Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Which has a but lot Anjumon of is weird kind connotations. Of broken, so yeah, um, Tentomon. Would, so like, electricity. Yeah, like electricity, yeah, yeah. Um, Gomamon would be water. Well, yeah. Um, water would be or plant. fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. He's a fish elemental. <laughs> yeah, fish <laughs> elemental. Yes.
1: And Palmon would just be like earth, like. Well, adventure. yeah, like plants,
2: like plant life. Yeah. Yeah. Like wood, essentially. But like,
1: what powers? It mentioned they didn't have Digimon, and it was just the kids. What would their powers? With that bee.
3: Well, I mean, Mimi would just be a plant witch. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I can see yeah. that. All summoning vines and shit, like...
2: Oh, but, no, and no, she, no, and she, sh- no! she would summon she cherry would just, blossom petals.
3: No, wait, like, uh, she'd just turn into lilymon. That's true. Yeah. That's very, very, very true. <sighs> yeah. With the flower, just, flower that's cannon and do. everything, like, it's, it's...
1: God, the flower cannon is so for, cool. It's so cool. Whereas um, Ty would just burp fire.
2: Like he <laughs> yeah, doesn't that fire is, from his uh, hands, I he would,
1: just burps. Yeah, he'd be... Fire.
3: His, his transformation would just be him, but with more of a gut and shirtless.
1: <laughs> and yeah. Oh, now what would, what would Izzy's be, because it kind of just... Tentamon just kind of shoots electricity. Um,
3: it would kind of be he like get... a... He'd have, like, a mech thing with a couple extra little vestigial arms. Of or,
1: course he would have, or like, he a tech-based sh- superpower.
2: Or he would shoot electricity from his hair.
1: Okay, that would be pretty fucking awesome. And, like, when he's not shooting it, he's got, like, two bits that stick up, and you can see, like, just the arcing between it.
2: Yep, exactly.
1: Yeah. That's, Joe! That's pretty good.
2: Boy... I, I had a, I had a suggestion, but that almost sounds mean now, but I'll still say it. Joe would just cry his water powers over his
1: grades. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, Joe would just have, like... He would not even... He would try to use his powers and nothing would happen, but then any time the villain tried to do anything, there would just be, like, a fish conveniently in the way. <laughs> 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 like, he goes to run at them and just conveniently slips on this fish that happens to be right where his foot would go. And Joe's it's like, oh my good. god, did I do that?
3: But it's never confirmed <laughs> that he did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's just a fish.
2: A, it's actually a pretty good segue to our second last question. Yeah. Which is from, uh, at MrBeeb, uh, on Twitter. So, if you follow me on Twitter, you might have noticed I've gained a new character fixation?
1: The fucking shark dude from Zelda?
2: Yeah. Yeah, my new husband. Cause, okay, so the thing was when he first showed up in like games and people were, like talking about, it, I was like, "Hey, he's a pretty cool character. I'm glad to hear that." Also, I like his design from the trailer. And then someone said, "Oh man, he's like super positive and he's like uh, super encouraging and supportive and nice. Like that's cool. He's also like he's a dashing basically prince."
1: Basically, common writer forza. Yeah, and then so-, so
2: someone said he's like a token hero. I was like, "Well, now I'm actually into him." Okay, let's talk. <laughs> So,
1: literally just Gen from Corset, if if you were a shock boy.
2: Yep. Um, It also doesn't help that, like, in the actual fiction, he's double the height of Link. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, let's just say every day I go to uh, Archive Our Own, which is the ao 3 like, fanfic site, and man, God bless you fanfic writers, you are churning that shit out. There's like 34 <laughs> fanfics already on that site about him. Is that all? Okay, Tyler, this game's been up for like maybe two weeks.
1: i hundreds. Uh,
2: okay, hundreds if you include the fan art, but also just like, these are actual, not just porn without plot, these are actual like multi-chapter <laughs> fiction <laughs> stories.
1: Great Detective Oh, uh,
2: No AU fanfic yet. Not yet, no. I need that. Maybe I'll bring that to the table, but... Anyway, this <laughs> Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. Beeman asked us, is it pronounced Sidon or Sidon? I say the former because it's a, a, a Poseidon pun. Yes, yeah, it's I, true.
1: I, yeah, I assume his, it has his, to be. That's how I would say it.
2: His name is Prince Sidon. Like, of course it's Sidon. Yeah. My My boyfriend sometimes says Sidon, and I just go, no, honey, please, come on. You're like, wrong. Just, Think about listen. what you're saying. Think you about what, what you're so saying. You're so
1: wrong right now.
2: Like, no, don't disrespect my husband, boyfriend, please. <laughs> <laughs> um but we got we do have one last question, which came to us from our new Audio Entropy Discord channel that wasn't which, set
1: up by any of us. Which I didn't know existed, but apparently it does. Is this, yep. is
2: this a plug? Are we are we plugging something? I don't know how to link to the server to be honest. Let me just
1: So well, I do, but I don't know what it is.
2: because yeah, like So I can't. Well, it's more well the case I don't know if it generates a new link or not every single time, but I know you can ask. Uh, Nits, you can check Nit Specibus on Twitter. Uh, damn near our MVP fan, honestly. Uh, Chelsea, shout outs to you. Yeah, uh, she will have the link on her Twitter at some point uh, to come to the audio Discord. Come join it. Join us. Have fun. We talk about a lot of bullshit as usual. Um, but this last question comes in from WaffleMan on the Discord. So, okay, uh, I don't know if either of you two know, there's another magical girl series that isn't Sailor Moon in Japan that's very popular called Pretty Cure, also known as Cure. Know I've heard
1: of it, there I don't was, really um, know
2: anything about it, but I'm aware of it. Exists. Gotcha.
1: I know that there was like, two of the really old ones got localized, and then mm-hmm, more recently mm-hmm. one of them got localized, under yeah. a completely different name because Saban did the localization.
2: Well, yeah, of course.
1: And they can never just leave things be.
2: No, of course they can never do that. Yeah, I know, I know all of them. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, they asked, if Sailor Moon and Cure Black got into a fight of the moon fucking hell, would that be fucked up <laughs> or what? God damn it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't read the cross of God damn it!
1: <laughs> yeah, we would be pretty fucked up.
3: I like, I, how just we just have a, I like how we have a nuclear bomb that literally anyone can put <laughs> off in an episode to just completely destroy Jules.
2: <laughs> I... I asked for questions in the Discord. I saw Sailor Moon pre like Cure Black and a question mark. Went okay, that's all I need to know for the time being. You were Can you wrong. you mad
1: at me for not pre-screening questions?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't pre-screen questions. I fuck. God damn
0: it. Give me some... <laughs>
1: the answer. Is yeah, that would actually be kind <laughs> of fuck, right?
0: yeah, it would.
1: Which you know. The moon—it's kind of a big place. (laughs) Take off my headset! My god! (laughs) (laughs) God.
0: Still going. Uh,
3: So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. If you uh, if you have any questions or just want to completely ruin the rest of the podcast, um, yeah, you can send them to one of the places we mentioned earlier.
1: I'm just going to bring this to a close now because. (sighs) If we're not careful, we're going to have to, like, do what we have done before, where we've had to lower the quality of the episode because it's too long to upload. This is a long one. I didn't realize this one was so long. This one's
0: not too bad.
3: What? We're over two hours on the main recording.
1: Yeah. This is a big one. Either way, you can find (coughs) our show at audioentropy.com, like usual. Check out everything else there. It's awesome. I think we since our last recording we've got a new show went up, I think that was yes. since our last one two new shows, I think, possibly
2: that we do uh just because... we
1: had uh burgers at Pops went up, mm-hmm. which is about Riverdale. It's not like an episode by episode rewatch like this one. they just no, talk they just about talk Riverdale about the show. and which in includes... Riverdale is fucking amazing.
2: Just, by the way, as well, spoiler warning, the first episode does talk about, like, up until that point, the most, like, recent episodes. so... Which
1: was, like, episode seven or something. Yeah. Six
2: or seven, yeah. yeah. Don't listen to it unless you're caught up and or don't care about being spoiled. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: But, either way, watch Riverdale, because...
2: Riverdale's surprisingly good. It's
1: fucking awesome. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I think it's awesome. It's somehow become one of my favorite TV shows at the it's moment. It's weird.
2: It's weirdly captivating.
1: It is. It's like such a train wreck, but I can't look away.
2: Hmm. Meanwhile, we've got the other new podcast, which is Prison Molly's Movie Night.
1: No, oh, I was going to talk about um, your one, not that. I forgot about that completely.
2: <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Prison Molly's Movie Night, because we all discovered quickly after becoming. Co-hosts and friends with Molly that she's
1: barely seen any movies. She hasn't seen any fucking movies. For, you make like, a movie reference, she will not get it.
2: For example, regardless of the movie. For example, I found out she's never seen Jurassic Park because, and I quote, as a child, she was scared of the concept.
1: So was everyone. Like the raptors yeah. were terrifying. But yeah, but like no, but everyone kids everyone
3: loved it. the fucking concept. Like, yeah, dinosaurs are fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's yeah. just the, the whole joke where, like... The execution was scary because it was supposed which, to be, but, like, going in, yeah. you're like, yeah, fucking dinosaurs. And that,
1: that show isn't going to have weekly updates or anything. I think it's a monthly.
0: It's monthly, monthly, it's plan-
3: monthly podcast because yeah. it's basically so, yeah. Prism Molly. Yeah, so what happened is we yeah. all got together and basically collectively decided we need to fix Molly.
2: Yeah, so yeah. we made a google talk that essentially has a bunch of the movies we want to show her and we'll watch the movies with her and her partner priz and then we get to watch uh talk about the movies later in an episode yeah so definitely check that out first episode i think is the only one up at the moment i want to say and that's with ashley about uh casablanca so off to a good start yes yeah, the second one should yeah, be going on pretty soon, I think. I was
1: going to mm-hmm. mention was, mm-hmm. Jules, you somehow managed to get conned into being told about Homestuck.
2: Listen, I was entrapmented, okay? <laughs> uh,
1: entrapmented?
2: Yeah, entrapmented. Jeez, I was the in an entrapment.
1: Entrapped? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure entrapmented No, no, she was minted
2: in an entrapment.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're a coin now.
2: Yes. Yeah, she was coined. This is what Homestuck does to people. This is why
1: you should avoid Homestuck.
2: Here's the thing. No, this is why you should embrace it. It's inevitable. Just give it. (laughs) I'm kind of enjoying the early parts of Homestuck.
1: This is the logical next step of capitalism.
2: You don't say. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
1: that's kind of fun,
2: especially because I get to stretch more of the whole like doing funny voices chops that I got.
1: Yeah, I think that's a lot of the reason why. The people who have all been told about Homestuck have liked it so much, or you know, it's a... It they also enjoy it's a it.
3: Fun and you know, funny. Yeah, they comic enjoy it and also they get to have fun that you can while relate to and it. identify
2: with. And well, it's the case as well about. where, like, I initially years ago tried to read the comic and couldn't because of the format. This makes it easier reading the And also with because else.
1: it's like ridiculously long. Yeah. But yeah, we insanely long.
2: We didn't get through, like, we actually had a recording earlier today, as of now, as we're recording this, uh, I had with Molly, and that was, like, an hour and such long, and we didn't get through a whole lot in an hour. Mm. Yeah, if you're actually breaking down each scene and, like,
3: discussing it and stuff, yeah, I could,
2: that'll take a while. Mm. And also me just bringing up tangential anecdotes, because that's my job on any podcast. Yeah.
1: So that's all going I, up I like, on the side. I like
3: I like Mike... My uh, co-host on Teenagers Attitudes uh approached a podcast in which he he sees them as just a vehicle for a long string of unrelated tangents and anecdotes.
1: Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's kind of how it always happens.
3: That's how this all happened.
1: Yeah. It's really what
3: makes a show worth listening to.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you can put up with us for... How long has this recording been going now? It's
2: probably like, going to be two and a half hours at this point. Two and a
1: half hours? Yeah, yeah, that's how long it's been going for. So we should, <laughs> like, wrap this up, hey. So check out all that awesome stuff at Audio Entropy. And uh, for this episode, I have been Tyler.
2: I've been Jules. I uh,
3: I think I'll be Joel. You think? Well, I think. we're deciding episode by episode, apparently.
1: Yeah. That's true. And we'll see... You next time on Digimon Digital Moncast. It'll
2: be really fucked up. Everyone and welcome again to the Australian segment of the Digital Moncast, which again we always record at the start, still for no reason. So we have a little bad, bit of a... the one
1: time I didn't.
2: Well, yeah, except for that one time which actually threw us off our game because it was weird. Mm. Um, yeah. So we've got a tiny backlog of funny Australian news. Uh, lately, first of all, I want to bring up uh, one thing we we're going to talk about last week. Um, there was. Okay, we've talked briefly about Pauline Hanson before. This senator, God, she's the worst. Um, actually, the worst. The worst. Like, bi- mm, like horrible racist, and also now, uh, <laughs> for a brief period, um, an anti vaxxer
3: which just wait, wait, like, yeah, briefly an like... anti vaxxer Oh, we're, yeah, g- we're getting like... into this
2: a couple days <laughs> like okay so uh, she has like held a certain position about this for a while but she was only really public about it recently for a couple of days um so that's like the best anti vaxxer i've ever heard of then i know right so essentially she was talking about like she likes to pull out those words of like you know indoctrination and all that bullcrap, crap and like how this isn't re- how vaccinations don't really help and blah, 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 so all that bullshit um Two things basically uh, she was very much talking loudly about this and also talking about how oh the Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull you know is an open listener and she, he listens to her policies and her ideas and stuff and then within a day or two he came out and publicly said what the hell are you talking about with the anti-vacc- anti-vaccination <laughs> what the hell are you doing no and like everyone stop it like everyone just said everyone was telling just stop Stop, 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 stop. And finally she had to buckle and go, I've reconsidered my position. And now that I think about it, it it's like, oh my fucking god, you just got, like, a supreme telling off? Which is pretty hilarious because it was straight up, she just... Cowered away, tail between legs. After right,
3: that's the note. That's the note a kid has to write after the teacher chews them out for misbehaving. Yeah, this is ass. like
2: now we want we need you to write out a five hundred word mini essay about why you were wrong. Like you need to recognize what <laughs> you did wrong here. Um, the second bit, which is even more delicious. So there were recently, um, local, uh, I believe, state elections in Western Australia, and yes. basically. There was a supreme turn against her party, One Nation, which is the super racist, horrible libertarian party, and yeah, they it was basically, like, a whole thing of, like, West Australia pretty much put up a united front of, no, no one, like, none of your people are gonna be in any of our, like, public local offices, because fuck you, you're awful people. Um,
1: the best thing is- a- Huge campaign. They yeah, there got, was... like, nothing out of it.
2: Yeah, there was a huge campaign. They've, th- th- that's the best part of all, because One Nation pushed so hard to try and win Western Australia to no avail. And the funniest thing is that one of their top rep- representatives in Western Australia, literally, uh, days after the whole anti-vaccination bullshit, came down with measles. <laughs> yeah.
1: They had to go visit him in hospital. There was literally
3: nothing we could do. Yup.
1: I think he was one of the ones that actually won a seat in something. Yeah, I think so. Like they had to go visit him in hospital Hospital. to get their pictures taken with him.
0: (laughs) I mean
3: so so politics works the same way as like Predators in the Wild, right? You pick off the the young and the weak or the old and the weak. Yeah.
2: Kinda. Like oh my god. More or
1: less.
3: Just
2: like sure. holy shit! Like that was
1: the, the timing on that is just brilliant. It
2: was d- actually divine, like <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty delicious. Um, we also talked briefly off the air last week about um. So, Clive Palmer is certainly <laughs> oh jeez. Clive Palmer is certainly a figure in Australian politics. Is he actually still in office? I because I don't know if we confirmed that or not.
1: No. Yeah, he's a former so. politician.
2: So, his whole. T- Clive Palmer was literally trying to actually. I'm not joking here. He was going to build Titanic II.
1: He's a so, huge billionaire and yeah, mining. He's a big like mining magma- billionaire. Yeah, a mining who, magnet. He's kind of one of those people who just has so much money and just decides to spend it on the weirdest shit.
2: He was literally trying to clone a woolly mammoth. Within the he also
1: decade. was going to build. Okay, a if you had dinosaur. a billion
2: dollars, would would you not? No, I'm not saying I wouldn't. But then, like
1: he he also was <laughs> going to build dinosaur animatronics at a resort he owns in Queensland, mm-hmm. and he got he built I think three of them and named them after politicians, and then they all got burned down, so he stopped.
3: <laughs> oh man, I would have been down for some Jurassic West World. I
2: don't it know. Weird. And so, okay. I, I I'm just gonna be clear here. Me personally, I'm gonna make no aspersions or um, judgments or any sort of like self-diagnosis of this person because. But.
1: But he's fucking nuts, right?
2: Like, I'm not gonna use that terminology, but I'm definitely gonna say th- something has snapped in Clive Palmer because. Recently, he's been on a just. Look, just look up on Twitter at Clive F Palmer, and you'll see he. His, face,
1: his Facebook page is also really. His Facebook page is something like, else. A lot as of well. stuff goes on there.
2: But like, it's basically him just raving about Tim Tams nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. On a on a scale of one to time cube, where would you place him? Uh, he is like. I want to say.
1: Well, it depends. Are we talking about the four simultaneous cube rotation? Yes. Yes. <laughs> hmm. That's a tough one. He's
2: pretty far up there. Like, oh, uh, I'm going
1: to. Here's an example of something he posted two days ago yeah, on his have, Facebook. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. A silver egg. A crumpled spoon. Silence. Gone. A silver moon. A mockingbird. A dying cow. Perth.
3: Burma shave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or just like him saying like i personally guaranteed two billion dollars uh, of solvency for the refinery from 2009 2009- to 2013 i didn't even get a, a, a hashtag tim tam or two <laughs> <laughs> or what this other this other haiku from him faka facker, facker news for you to choose hot bath stiff drink flippant and cunning Cuddle in bed, love your family, tomorrow is a long time. Hamburgers, why not? Why say why? My kitchen rules.
1: Hamburger Hill, hot dog heaven, Burger King, Big Mac, fries, nuggets, and salt. Sydney.
2: The sickest cow, the strongest bull, is unconcerned. Sheer (laughs) dumpling, wait a while, take a sugar cube, stay a while, take some hope, smile a while.
3: It's Are just... you entirely certain he didn't hand over his social media accounts to a like in development AI that just crawls the web for content? I
2: honestly think this is one of those po- slam poetry I think bots on Twitter. He may just be <laughs> an in
1: development AI.
2: <a>, it <laughs> would explain a lot, actually.
1: And it was going really good until it sort of they ran him too long without resetting him. Well, and it's you have a yeah. Well,
3: of... so so the problem the problem is they um tried to up. Uh, Upload a new firmware based on like you know, some old some old research and it, it introduced some glitches and so they're they're having to retire him, I think.
2: Just like sitting on a tiny pumpkin, breathing uh what was it fucking breathing such such air. God, like how, what the fuck is he talking about? Like what the fuck is he talking about?
3: I'm telling you, it's the fucking Reveries
1: update. <laughs> dog, bark, white moon shine mother. But I never left you. Dung did a dung,
2: ding a ling ding, ding dong dong ning wing ding all gone.
3: Man, I'm thinking back to the my, you know, weak ass attempts to write like song lyrics as like a twelve year old. Yep, and I'm, I'm looking back at them more fondly now because yeah. like, I feel like those are had a shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like.
1: God Sitting on a tiny pumpkin, breathing yeah, there, tangerine there, air, there Yeah. walking on roundabout, hoping she not there or anywhere.
3: Wait, that's a that's a line from "Come Together," isn't it?
1: Is it? I have no idea. Who knows? No, it's not. I but can't tell anymore. Been.
2: God, I can't wait for song covers of these to be made, just because. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah, or it has like, to, right? Like holy, I'm sure someone's
1: have... done it already. Yeah. But I don't want it done well. literally right here. There is a video on his Facebook page of someone singing stuff he's written.
2: Oh, god. Okay, of course there we there go. Is. Okay, but yes. there is, is, but is there a twee ukulele cover?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Damn there it. is. No, that's a mandolin. Damn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were so close. We were so close.
1: So close.
2: Oh God! Okay, fucking mandolins. Get out of here with your mandolins. <laughs> <laughs> I said twee. Damn it, not indie. Oh. I'm sorry, I tried. So okay, so that's Clive Homer, So those are two things we wanted to quickly go through because holy shit. Um, that's that's, that's
1: old business. This one, oh, yeah. we we have something much better.
2: This one is holy shit. So okay. A little bit ago, there was an actual statewide power outage all across South Australia, which was kind of harrowing for a lot of reasons. Um, the government, uh, the federal government specifically, not state government, but the federal government was really pushing hard to blame the fact that they use uh, renewable energy in South Australia. Sure, sure, right. Yeah, why, why
3: waste an opportunity to slander your uh, opposition? As precisely.
2: Yeah. So yeah, especially because the federal minister for energy, um, just double check his name. Yeah, Josh Frydenberg is like really hammering South Australia, like how awful. To be
1: clear, this statewide blackout happened Mm -hmm. because the towers fell over during a storm.
2: Yeah, like it was nothing due to like actual efficiency of energy. Mother Nature just fucked us over. Like that was it.
1: It, it was a really big storm. Yeah,
2: it was, right. And, and therefore, yeah. we should fuck Mother Nature over in retaliation. Yeah, precisely. So, um, there was go- there was an impromptu press conference that was made uh, that had the uh, state premier, who's you know um, uh, Jay, Weather- Jay Weatherill uh, from South Australia there, and also he
1: wasn't supposed to be there. No, by the way, he,
2: he wasn't because uh, this, this was supposed to be primarily he just turned
1: up.
3: Yeah, Yeah, the the, the term in the article I'm looking at says gate crashing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was him with Josh Frydenberg saying next to each other, you, look up the video, just look up, um, Josh Frydenberg, F-R-Y-D-E-N-B-E-R-G, it will come up as a video, trust me, on Google. Um... Man, you can see on Jay Witherall's face, who's the man next to him on the left-hand side of the video, there's just such barely contained fury in those eyes.
1: He's just patiently waiting to unleash.
2: Because Josh Franberg is going on and on about this new, like, energy scheme, um, that's gonna, like, cost, you know, uh, what was it? Yeah, two billion dollars for this, uh, hydro scheme, um, going on and on about this, and then a reporter just asks, isn't this all a little bit awkward? Just indicating those two standing next to each other. And Vandenberg's laughing a bit. And Weatherall just quietly says, You can barely hear it on the mic, but you, he just, you can quietly hear him say, It's about to be. <laughs> and then. Oh, boy. Yeah.
1: He it's, then. He not really picked up, kind of mumbles, like, Yeah, it's, it's about, about to be. be.
2: Yeah, just like. Mm. <laughs> and then he basically just points out all of the hypocrisy and bullshit that is coming like out of him. It's just like a
1: five minute rant.
2: Because Vandenberg has talked about how, Right in like, front of the dude. Has talked about, oh, you know, South Australia is working with the federal government now. Oh, it's a real shame their, you know, um, renewable energy doesn't really work, but hey, this is why we're going to come in and save the day. Trust me, this is all going to work out. Like, he's just really hammering such bullshit. And then Weatherall's just not taking it. And it's just, like, points out, none of what you're saying lines up fucking ever. and that you as a federal government have just slammed and abandoned us as a state for no fucking good reason other than you don't like the idea of there being actual climate change, and you don't want to do anything about it. And, oh my god, like, whether or not you agree with Weatherall, it was just such a slamming he gave him, and just Frydenberg saying next to him is just, like, stone gold face just, like, just trying his best not to cry. Like...
1: Trying <laughs> <laughs> his best not to cry. And the just... best
2: thing was that Frydenberger told, you know, the reporters and the ABC about, like, how, oh, the federal government is going to can- be considering a carbon tax and emissions trade scheme hours after our prime minister said his government would never support those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. Oh, my God. God, it was just like, holy hell. This, like I said, I was expecting knives to be pulled out and for them to just start stabbing each (laughs) other.
1: It'll be like, um, what country? There was one country where they were in parliament and they just started, like, you know, having a bit of a fight between all the politicians. Mm. And at the very end, it was like, oh, yeah... Five people had to be hospitalized for injuries. <laughs> yeah. Like Man, two of them like were hit by fashion. a chair. Another one was hit in the head with a gavel. Yep, like that sort of shit. Like
3: yeah, that sounds like some good old 1800s A fight, but a Congress. very
1: a very politician fight.
2: Right? Yeah.
1: Like someone just comes in with like a fucking sword. Because, <laughs> of course they would.
2: Yeah, someone of these fuckers has a sword somewhere. God. So yeah, actually been a surprisingly entertaining last few weeks of Australian politics. In a funny way, not like a sad, actual bad way. Which has been primarily for the most part.
1: Such relief. Yeah, such relief! It's no longer awful.
2: We're back to the wacky old days of, you know, the lead-up to the federal election and all that bullshit. God. God, I'm not... hmm. Who knows what the hell's gonna happen. Less soul-crushing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit less, because the actual undercurrent behind all of this is still horrible. Oh
3: yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, we're talking about a man who is in- basically intentionally poisoning our planet, so he doesn't have to face some hard truths.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, yeah. We yeah. try not to
2: think about that too much.
1: Speaking of horrible, do you guys want to talk about Digimon?
2: <laughs> I guess so.
1: I guess we have I'd, to. I'd
3: say that's a good segue, but this is how we're ending our podcast, so. <laughs> I <Yeah>. know. <laughs> so enjoy the segue, folks, to the ending.
1: Yeah, I guess it works if, if, like.
3: If you just keep, yeah, if you just loop it.
1: Yeah. I mean, or, if you, if you yeah, never stop, never stop the listening to this episode, episode of
2: the podcast. Time? Oh, I I can't even you joke poor, about unfortunate that.
1: Unfortunate soul.
2: I can't even joke about that possibility, but I'm not going to judge listeners who may want to do that. So, you do you, dear listener. And as there always, is someone who
1: does that. I worry for them.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Just we, a little bit. We should move on to Digimon. But as always, yeah, folks, thumb you later. <sighs> Bye. Wasting all this time searching for the eighth child when it would be so much easier just to destroy you all.